she's a witch? What do you mean she's a witch? She's not a witch. Get over here. No, magic is not gonna. It's a landslide, you dumb bitch. Get over here. Oh, get out of the fucking way. Get out. Move. Move, you dumb bitch. Run. Run. Wow. Oh, fuck. Oh, fucking shit. There we go. Sometimes you just have to get out of the way. Uh, you might have all kinds of supernatural things going on and think you know this and that, but sometimes just, just to step back uh, for a moment and just uh, kind of let things let things unfold. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's what we're coming up against here. Shit's going to fall apart. We just have to get out of the way. See what happens. Anyway, thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is Red Ice TV. We're doing Flashback Friday today because it is Friday. It's the uh, 12th of January, 2024. Hope you're all doing well out there. How are you doing, Lana? Good. Con kind of back in, back in action. Back in action. A little bit. Somewhat. Yeah. Still got a little bit of a cold. You know, the gift that keeps on giving. Mm. And let me tell you, <laughs> I'm not going to go off on one of those rants, but what? being sick with sick kids is like one of the most demanding things I think uh, I've ever been give us through. A, give us a 15-minute rant. <laughs> oh, Can you exactly. do that? <clears throat> oh, cover, and... Cover. Did you tell everyone how, by the way, when we were on hiatus, maybe Devin can sympathize with us, I don't know, because he's roughing it in the desert, but uh, our water pump broke, so we didn't have water oh, that, for five days. I've I've suppressed that. So, <clears throat> yeah. uh, you know, we had to relocate, but it's always when you come home for a few things when, you know, the kids are like, Mama, I have to go poop, right? So, like, Henrik made a toilet with a bucket and that our boys fun. got it's to like learn how to uh, how to rough it <laughs> how to go in yeah, the so, yard so how to go goes. in the buckets you know Devin, i don't think you're uh, you at, know you're you, at that point uh, yet right <laughs> wood stove and you need like something just on the out outside what, what do you call it again and we, we call it an outhouse? outhouse that's what you call it that's right yeah. uh, and out, just have shit have shit like that you know set up because <laughs> especially in <laughs> well especially now when like you know they're gonna have all this di shit in these uh you know, uh, utility companies and shit everywhere. <laughs> it's like vital service is going to go down. We'll I did pee in the backyard. I did pee in the backyard. <clears throat> Ooh, big yes, secret. I know. All right. Our neighbors are a little too close for comfort, but that's right. Nah, none of them are Snoopy. <laughs> it's, it's totally fine. All right, guys, as you as you guessed from the title, obviously, we have Devin Stack, a.k.a. Blackpill, with us uh, today on the show. How you, how you doing, man? Good to have you back. How's it going? Uh, thanks for having me on. You bet. Um, you bet. Yeah, as far as that, how how deep is your well? Is it pretty deep, or is it not so? It's bad? not a well. This is just a water pump that we didn't know about till recently. Well, it's worse than that. It's a septic pump. Yeah. So, so you get oh. back. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that broke, and so it's like, no all right, toilet, no we shower, need to leave. The house. <laughs> it's amazing how much you're just programmed <laughs> to just use water and plumbing. How many times a day? You know, I wash my yeah. hands probably five thousand times a day. <laughs> I had, I had to haul water for about uh, nine months uh, for a while, and I, and I did the the compost toilet thing, and and uh, yeah, that you don't realize how annoying that is until you have to do it. Yes. Um, but yeah, I I, I uh, had this big, you know, those, those big uh, totes, those uh, big white square totes that with the metal cage around. I forget what there's a word for them. Oh, like the water rural yeah, yeah, areas. Yeah. Yep. The, they're like 275 gallons or something like that. I would just throw one of those in the back of my truck and uh, uh, sometimes uh, pilfer water from the back of uh, like a, a, a water burger or something like that at four in the morning and <laughs> drive back to the compound. And uh, that's how I had water for about nine months. Oh, Should, boy. It's going to be pretty heavy, though. <laughs> oh, boy. That's, that's heavy, right? It, it maybe oh, it's it not was, the largest, largest ones I'm thinking about oh, like they have in farms and shit, but. No, it was heavy as hell. Like yeah. it was a, uh, I, it was a Ford F three fifty from. It was a nineteen seventies version. So it was like I had like a, a four sixty in it, like the beast of a, a truck. And I didn't realize how heavy it was until one day it was only like half full, and I was trying to get it out, and I, I I was trying to ratchet it out 
and it, it got to the tailgate and it broke the tailgate off and, and smashed onto the ground and broke in half. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess, I guess that weighs a lot. I guess water's heavy. Water is heavy. <laughs> yes. Absolutely correct observation. That's right. Uh, all right, guys. So yes, yeah, so we're going to cover. I guess a little bit of this, a little bit of that today. We did. Oh, we have to. I mean, we have to talk about the tunnel thing a little bit later too. I mean, it, it, it's just we can't we can't let. Dang, this, you miss out on all the fun go. stuff when I was sick. When you were showing me the videos, and I was like, I had a fever, so I was like high out of my mind. I was like, Is this real? Am I it's really real. watching this right now? It is. This real. is so much fun. Show me everything. Yep. No, they're actually crawling out of the. Crawling out of the sewers, it. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that could seem like a hallucination. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like, is that really a Jew crawling out of a sewer? Am I seeing? They're this? in the walls. They're they're oh in the walls. Gosh. The guy who heard Yiddish under his floorboards. <laughs> You're all crazy. <laughs> uh, oh, he, yeah, they tried to claim he was crazy. I was like, no, it turns out. Oh boy. There's a couple of good. I show them Wednesday, but I can't help them. These aren't Judeo-Christian tunnels, okay? <laughs> there are a couple of good ones. Serve, they found a second soiled mattress in the New York Jew tunnels. <laughs> what are you going to do now? Anyway, great optics here, I think, for the uh, <clears throat> for the for the Jews on this one. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more maybe later. Uh, some updates, apparently they're like they're filling that up and shit like that, but we'll see what happens. But I did, first, before we kind of get into some of that, uh, Gonzalo Lira, right? We've I mean, we've talked about him in the past, and you know, you could think whatever you want about his <laughs> coach red pill days or whatever. But uh, apparently, he has now. Uh, died in uh, in Ukraine uh, late last night. I think it was on Thursday. Uh, his dad claimed that he had died in. Uh, well, they had taken him, I think, to a hospital, but they had had ignored his health issues. Uh, he was in prison in Ukraine, of course, basically after you know talking shit about Zelensky and uh, everything going on in the war, which was you know he was living in Ukraine, so this is maybe not the smartest thing to do, considering how corrupt it is down there. But be that as it may. Uh, I think last we heard really from him directly was he was going to escape to Hungary, I think, try to get out. And maybe not the smartest tweeting that out, saying what you're intending to do. Yes. But anyway, so they apparently they caught him. People are like speculating about this. Did they actually catch him? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, but it turns out that he uh, had a double pneumonia, I think it was. It was a letter he wrote here. What was it again? Yeah, I've had double pneumonia, uh, both lungs, as well as, I don't know what the fuck that is. His handwriting is hard to read here. Um, something that causes the Severe body to swell up. I think yeah, edema, edema, edema. Is that what I say? A swelling of the body. All this started in mid-October. Was was ignored by the prison, obviously. Uh, and then, long story short, he went to, finally went to a, a hospital, but he apparently died there. Uh, says his dad, Tucker, uh, tweeted this out here. I guess uh, <laughs> Gonzalo Lira Senior says his son has died at 55 in a Ukrainian prison where it was held for the crime of criticizing Zelensky and the Biden governments. Uh, yeah, there you go. So th put this in perspective in terms of how hard they worked to get the, remember the, uh, where, where is it here? Here we go. The uh, the gay black female, apparent, apparently this is a female basketball player here, Brittany Griner. Remember this I, one? I have my doubts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there there were videos floating around with this monstrosity shirtless, and it was just here, like, Here it is. Know. I got it right here. What is this, folks? Yeah, it looks like Michelle Obama's. Yeah. yeah, like broad shouldered. Yeah, look at this. This is like Brit Brittany Griner, apparently here. Uh, so I mean, this is a man. So yeah. <laughs> and I heard uh, heard when he spoke the first time. I don't have that clip here now, but on the plane, I think when remember uh, he was exchanged for like that uh, Russian 
uh, was it the weapon smuggler or some shit like that? Like they got like one of their you know big guys out of there, and <laughs> America got this you know, like a, a women NBA player out. But I'm just saying. And that was from Russia. That was not even Ukraine. After, like, what is it, like $300 billion? Or what is it now that the U.S. have given Ukraine over the last couple of years? They couldn't put a little bit of pressure on and like, hey, maybe you should give our American citizen back here. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just would have taken a phone call. They could have done it. I mean, I know. If you want to, I mean, realistically, uh, you know, the State Department murdered him because yeah, they knew this yeah. is what was going to happen. And that's what they wanted. And uh, honestly, I think you fast forward a few years and uh, they won't need to keep them overseas for that to happen. You know? <laughs> no. And so it's just uh, it, you know, it's a convenient place to have a political prisoner. Um, and people have different opinions about uh, Gonzalo. And look, I, I, I myself wondered, like, you know, you could still stream about the same stuff, just like on the other side of the border or something, and, you know, especially because he's got like a wife and kid. And and so it's kind of like, why don't you just you know, evacuate with them? I mean, you don't have there's no reason you have to you have to be there. I mean, not that I could tell, uh, but he was hinting that he had uh, health problems. And I kind of got the sense that he wanted this to be a one way ticket uh, on some level. Uh, but that that was just my why. Idiotic. Why do um, you think I think that and I don't know, this is me speculating, but I kind of got the sense that he had some kind of terminal thing going on. because he, he would he would say these little things that kind of made me think like, oh. So you, you, you kind of want to go out like this and not like how you think that you're going to go out with some medical issue because it was just it was weird. Like there were just certain moments in his streams where he would make comments where that I mean, I, 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 I was thinking this months ago, like before mm -hmm. he was in custody. Right. I was like, OK, OK, I, I think I kind of get it. And I kind of expected this kind of eventuality, um, not like maybe exactly like this, but, I, you know, this sort of a thing. Um, and, and that's, again, this is me hundred percent speculating, but that's the kind of the sense that I got and, uh, him dying in a hospital, uh, it doesn't really, I mean, it doesn't go against that theory. Uh, there was another, uh, just, I mean, just around on the holiday, uh, there was a British, uh, she, I think she was originally, you know, British Ukrainian, uh, but she went there to go help out, uh, with their, uh, medical staff. And she was, you know, she was like this attractive woman. So they were using her in a lot of propaganda, you know, like the hot girl with the gun kind of a thing. And uh, she was uh, um, found dead, um, I think, Christmas morning uh, in her bed. And uh, that kind of got swept under the carpet because uh, there's a, I, there's a at least a possibility that, I mean, there's there's not a whole lot of. Uh, supervision for, I mean, it's not just the prisons where it's law of the jungle out there, you know, like yeah, there's a lot yeah. of chaos in that country. It's wartime and uh, there's no, there was no real investigation to how this pretty girl that was embedded with a bunch of, uh, uh, you know, guys um, who were getting drunk around the holidays and then, Oh, she, she's dead the next morning, you know, that kind of a thing. Oh shit. So um, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not a, you know, I, it's, that's the last place on earth I'd want to be, which is again, why I said it just, it seemed like to me that he kind of wanted like a martyr, not, maybe martyr not wanted, thing. what's that? Uh, like a martyr thing or like, I'm going to yeah, die on a high I mean, note yeah, if his time has come anyway, or some, he has some issues, as you said, which I didn't know about, but yeah, that, that could very well be. That's, that's the sense I got. And again, like, I, don't, I this is me speculating, but that's kind of the sense that I got. Yeah.
Yeah, not a not a smart move overall. Uh, I mean, I, I I liked that he was talking some of the shit that he did. It was good to get some of that out. But as you said, it was kind of a uh, not that not that smart. And when it's so yeah. goddamn corrupt in Ukraine and all the shit, I mean, it's like yeah, it's you're kind of asking for it. It's a it's a it's a slush. Uh, what what is it? It's not just slush farm. It's a slush country. They just put like they pour a lot of the dirty shit like there now because <laughs> now they have it. Fuck. What was it? Um, the uh, was it the with all the investment in BlackRock and stuff like that, and the farmland, and considering how many young white men of Ukrainian origin obviously have died in this conflict, they're, they're talking well over half a million. I guess that's including on the Russian side too, though. But like tons of it. It's like a two generations of Ukrainian, you know, men gone essentially. It's just like old old guys left there now. You know that they're going to turn it into something. They're going to like they're going to take over that farmland or some shit like that, and you're going to have like Monsanto and these huge, you know, it's going to be like an Iraq type situation. But it's going to be like, you know, 100% under the thumb of like the US NATO kind of, you know, ex uh, alliance. Well, and it's well. going to be ethnically ruined, you know. Absolutely. Uh, with all those men gone, they're going to be like, oh, guess what? We're going to need to bring in all these non white uh, immigrants because uh, if we don't, then we can't afford our. They'll, no, they'll just do that to uh, 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 replace these men that they've wiped out. And uh, that will, you know, it, it, it irreversibly alter the genetics of, of the country because you're going to have a bunch of these Arabs or whoever else they decide to bring in. And uh, you'll have all these, uh, the, all the single women that left uh, and went into Europe. A lot of them, they're going to be, they're already, they're already talking how they're going to send them home. You know, they're, they're not worried about the refugees that come in from Syria or wherever else, but the, Oh, can't have these white Ukrainian chicks here. So mm-hmm. let's get them back. And so they'll get shipped back to uh, Ukraine. And, uh, you know, th- th- it was already, I mean, there was a reason why Western men were going to Ukraine already. I mean, th- it was, uh, there was already a shortage of men mm-hmm. because you've had these conflicts kind of going on for, for you know, decades, really. And uh, so you, there was a reason why these Western men were swooping in there with, you know, you, you could be an average, average guy. Like uh, Gonzalo here. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, That's right. what he was doing. Yeah. And so you go down there and you could be like a king. And uh, and so uh, now it's just going to uh, lower that bar even further. And so that if you're just this Arab guy, you can be a king. So uh, unfortunately, I think that the, you know, the, they're 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 really going to uh, wreck this. Kind of, I mean, they've already wrecked it. They they're going to really yeah. wreck it hardcore, yep. like beyond repair. And it kind of makes sense in a way, too, because they had obviously a very, very strong, you know, nationalist scene in Ukraine and all that stuff. So they, it's, it's well played, right? They took that, they utilized yeah. that and used it against, you know, as a proxy against Russia in that conflict. And now they have, you know, tons of just, uh, you know, more white men died, basically. And it's going to be hollowed out on the nationalist scene. And I said that, too, many times. But even if there are factions of like Azov or some shit like that that survives, that's one of the first things they're going to go after and purge out after this war, you know, whatever, however it turns out. Uh, but yeah, the BlackRock's going to have their thumb on this and, and so many other corporations, they're going to, uh, you know, maybe to confiscate the wrong term, but they're going to utilize because they pay so much money here for farmland, resources, all these other things, barring, or, of course, that Russia actually or, or don't just utilize, invade. as you might. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is. I mean, the, hey, talking about the other story, we're going to talk about on the Chabad uh, center that it tunnels and shit. The biggest Chabad center in the world is in Ukraine. It was yeah. started in Lviv, you know, like the presence there. It's basically is their other country, yeah. Right. Well, and I, my understanding is too, is, is Israel has a big interest in, uh, uh, the farmland of Ukraine. Cause it's not like, you know, Israel's like this, this fertile, you know, <laughs> farming land. It's like, you can grow olives and shit. And like, that's about it. 
so they they want that that land to be a part of their greater Israel project. So um, long term, you know. So I, I think that that's playing into it too. Yeah. And and that just they have a real deep ethnic hate for Russians. So hundred percent. Oh yeah. They've killed them before. And they've yeah. starved them yes. in Ukraine before. Yep. So nothing new. More. Nope. Nothing new. Uh, all right. Yeah. We'll get uh, we'll get to the so sad news there. Uh, Rip uh, Gonzalo Gonzalo Lira. Uh, whatever you think of him, uh, atrocious, the fact that the U.S. didn't help him. And, and you know, again, his past there, like, you know, his, um, what, what, what do you call it? He was never like a pickup artist, though. Like, he wasn't like a rouge. He was more like, a, what, like yeah, I guess, coaching like young, more, more MGTOW, I guess, in a sense, right? Is that, would that be the right label? Um, but it's enough adjacent there by, like, you know, leftists, uh, the leftist, uh, you know, establishment that basically, ah, let's, let's, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to touch this guy. We don't want to help him. Like, just, you know, throw him to the wolf, essentially. It was damaging to a certain extent, uh, some of the things he did, especially in the beginning there when that came out. Uh, that's why they raided him and uh, and hauled him off to prison, as it were. Uh, all right. Hey, Lana, do you want to take a couple of the chats there? I sure can. Cut Free Zone says, for Devin, thanks for all your incredible work, longtime listeners. Is there a schedule of when your streams go live? And is there a way to donate other than Odyssey? Uh, yeah, we do every Wednesday and uh, Saturday at 10 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. And um, the only way to you you can you can I don't have to be live for you to to send a hyper chat. I found out apparently you can just uh, go to a video even when I'm not live and and send it that way. I mean I, I've never done it, but I've I've had it I've had it I've had them uh, come through, so I know that it works. Um, but that's the and I'm on Rumble also now. I I broadcast simultaneously on Rumble, um, but that's yeah that's the been the schedule for the last couple of years is Wednesday and and Saturday at, at 10 p.m. Uh, Pacific. Nice. Cuck Zone also says sending positive vibes for uh, and then it just got kicked off here. Enduring water pumps and healed children. <laughs> P.S. Are you selling those cool red eyes hats? Yes, we're going to have them made. There was yeah, actually a listener's a daughter that, yeah. who made that. Yeah. Bill Biz also says Henrik enjoyed the Ryan interview. Also, I'm another vote for that hat. Got to get those in stock. Yes, yes we will. On Thanks. my list. Thanks, I man. promise. Yep. I promise. Merch. The Boo Man said, I've always prided myself on the ability to relate to people of almost any race, but for some reason, the only Jews I can find any common ground with are the self-loathing ones. <laughs> you mean the self-hate, like a, a normal Finkelstein, a Gilad Atzman, an Israel Shamir, a Ron Ons? Ron Ons. Is that what? <laughs> you could count them on a couple hands. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a, there's a few. <clears throat> <laughs> cool. Speaking of that, let's get to the tunnels. Uh, let me, yeah, let me check these on uh, Odyssey here, too. we got a couple on Odyssey. Uh, Ryan Triple G. Hello, Henrik. Hey, Ryan. How's it doing? Uh, good to see you, man. Uh, Dill Bob says, uh, shit in the pit. <laughs> Is that a mer Dig a hole there? in the yard and go, <laughs> yes. in the pit. That's right. Maybe next time. 14. Thank you. Appreciate that. It's kind of a guess. Uh, must have 14.88 star. Appreciate that. All right. So, um, yeah, I mean, the latest really here. Where are we? Where's my, uh, where's my shit at? Holy smokes! There we go. Okay, so this is one of the one of the videos I saw, and I think I think this is pretty much um, legit, right? So you know, there's so much shit with this monetization on X now. People just post all kinds of shit and claim it's something, and it's so kind annoying. of hard. where's the video from, you know, kind of thing. But I, I think this is uh, legit here. They are apparently filling up these tunnels now. At least there's a lot of um, uh, cement trucks rolling in at the Chabad Center there, so uh, they're basically covering this up. Here's some of the footage from it here. Who's paying the bill for this? Uh, probably the taxpayer, I assume. Yeah, it's, it's really a shame they didn't 
go down there with uh, a black light because, like I was saying on my stream, it would look like a Jackson Pollock painting on the walls. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you, you know. Jeez. And uh, th there's there's zero curiosity on the part of. Uh, the law enforcement, I think, mostly because they're terrified of this community. They they are allowed to police themselves. Sure, they're uh, yep. very insulated. You know, they they they're allowed. I mean, in in a way, there's things you can admire about the way that they've been able to um, uh, basically hold off the the local government. But it allows for like this sexual abuse that's rampant in this community to take place. The local CPS, even though they're, you got that thing going on with Ammon Bundy right now, you know, they're, they're willing to swoop in and take a kid, uh, in places like, uh, well, up by where you're, you guys are at. Uh, but in New York, they're terrified of this community, even though it's, uh, uh you know, painfully obvious. And we're going to be talking about that on my stream, uh, tomorrow night, how, uh, how, I mean, it's just, we're talking like decades and decades and decades of just, uh, they're, they've they've been uh, busted raping kids over and over and over mm -hmm. and over again in these communities. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> and so, again, the, the response was like, oh, my God, anti-Semitic conspiracy theories uh, spread immediately after this tunnel. It was like, well, you pull out, what is it, they had a high chair in there, like dirty, ma stained, soiled mattresses. Like, who, and we're not who allowed knows? to ask questions when we see this? No, it's outrageous. No, I know. And it's like, maybe... Maybe you should worry about the kids first and not, you know, some accusations that this is unfounded. Like, no, as you said, it's just like endless amounts of headlines uh, that have come out over the years. And even like there's organ trafficking and all this shit, too, that's like tied to it. I, I think mean, it's it, way worse than we know. Probably. Stuff that's going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, we showed a couple of headlines there, too. Uh, someone did a good compilation of just like this is like back to the, you know, I mean, 80s, probably maybe probably further than that, to be honest, is some part of the people, you know, they rack on the Catholics all the time and Muslims, they have their issues as well, of course, but much less focus is on this, uh, the Orthodox or whether it's Chabad or whatever, you know, Hasidic communities. But yeah, this has been going on for decades. Right. Uh, well, well, I think it's projection. It's like in the same way. It's like why, you know, Jews will make uh, gangster movies. And you would think that by watching gangster movies that every American gangster has been Italian. <laughs> and uh, that all the organized crime ever is, has come from Italians. And while certainly some of it has, uh, the, you know, the bulk of it, you know, like, uh, for example, Las Vegas itself wouldn't exist without uh, the Jewish organized crime families, you know, Murder, Inc., etc. cetera. And uh, that, that's, I think they've used Hollywood to, in, and the media to kind of frame the things that they're, the crimes that they're committing as things that are, uh, um, you know, crimes that should be associated with other groups, you know, in the case, whether it's Italians or with the, uh, the sex abuse stuff, which, yeah, that happened with the Catholic church. I think it was on par with, uh, you know, maybe, uh, public school systems or some, you know, other organizations that deal with kids are unfortunately always going to have some element of that, uh, doesn't excuse the behavior or excuse the fact that they did cover it up. But, you know, you compare that to the rates of, uh, uh, I mean, some estimates are it's it's over fifty percent of the these Hasidic kids are 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 abused, like yeah. over fifty yeah. percent, and then they become abusers themselves. You know, it's generational. Absolutely, yeah, exactly. The Vice piece I was showing a couple of headlines there, but the Vice piece was, <laughs> I mean, freaky shit. The child rape assembly line. This back in two thousand thirteen, they covered this, and there was one description in there of some rabbi standing with some. Like some sponge, it was the creepiest. creepiest yeah, he shit. went into uh, so that the guy that, that was photoed <laughs> up there, he 
he walked into a mikvah, which is like this weird, creepy bathhouse, just in and of itself. I think it invites Here it is. Yep. <laughs> child rape. Yeah, and uh, yeah, some old rabbi was just butt fucking a, a seven year old. Yeah, and this, like it was no big deal. This boy was speared on the man like an animal, like a pig. The boy was saying nothing, but on his face, fear, blah blah blah. Oh. It didn't stop. I was so angry. I confronted him. He removed the boy from his penis, and I took the boy aside. I told the man, it's a sin before God, right? What are you doing to this boy's soul? You're destroying him. He had, check this out here. He had a sponge on a stick to clean oh his back. Oh, my God. Like, what, this during, is new level shit. And he hit me across the face with it. How <sighs> dare you? How dare you interrupt me? He said. I had heard of these things for a long time, but now I had seen. That's oh one of the passages God. in this piece here. Yeah. Right. Oh, no, and and that this sort of thing is very common uh, in Israel, um, and this is why you have a lot of this look the other way stuff going on uh, in these communities because it, it is so common. It's like uh, the the mothers of these children, when and if they rat out uh, the abusers, they get excommunicated, and because these communities are so insular, like these women don't have the ability to survive outside the community they, they you know they never went to school or you know they don't know how the world works because they've grown up in these little uh villages basically and so uh, you know it's obviously the state's going to take care of uh a a jewish woman that that you know there's charities and stuff like that obviously set up but a lot, a lot of these women are, are hesitant to do that because that you know their whole life will change overnight and the guy you know the, the people that you're supposed to go and and rat out you know tattle to are the ones who are engaging in this behavior and because it is a rite of passage as the article states these these guys have been ra raping kids for a long long time it, and it's so so normalized and it, and it underscores why you see like when there's this human trafficking stuff with jeffrey epstein or when you've seen these stories of the human traffickers who flee uh you know south america or europe and they go to israel and the Israeli government seems to have no interest whatsoever in pursuing them. You know, quite the opposite. It's, it's because yeah. culturally speaking, it's it's just normal. It's just normal. And uh, that's just something a lot of Christians, they, they have no idea that this is how it is. And then yeah. obviously they're going to grow up. They're going to be messed up. You know, their worldview is going to be messed up. They're going to have mental problems. And then uh, they take it out on people like us. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, some weird. Well, it's it's like uh, you, you're pointing out their their sin. You know, it's like uh, it's it's like the the alcoholic that uh, when he's like, "Come on, come to the bar with me," and you're like, "Nah," you know, and how they they get mad. You know, the the rage kicks in because you know you're not because you're you're uh, you you're not wanting to participate in their vice. You know, is pointing out their vice, and I kind of feel like that's why uh, Jews re react so poorly. <laughs> to say it mildly, to uh, right-wing people that especially when you start calling out yeah. stuff like uh, Pizzagate type stuff because... It's hitting you know, a nerve, a big nerve. Yeah, exactly. Damn. It's like, uh, and, and that's... When, when you saw, like, I remember thinking, because um, I was I was one of the first people to talk about Pizzagate back in the day. It's actually how I, one of the first things I covered when I was starting doing videos that. and stuff. Yeah. And it was like, when the the reaction from like, almost in unison from every major outlet, whether you were talking about Stephen Colbert or, uh, you know, even like Fox news, like them all swooping in, trying to cover this up. It was, it, it was all the confirmation I needed that like, holy shit, this really is going on. Yeah.
Oh, yeah. And and again, more concerned with those pointing it out. And then we've had people like, remember that the independent groups are like catching and entrapping pedos and shit like that. And then you have like uh, the MSNBC reporter, Brandy Zerdrosny, who have like one foot just straight up in Antifa, who's like helping to shut down and censor group that catches, help to catch pedophiles. Well, then, of course, remember, just recently, two, two of the biggest journalists who were like, uh, you know, oh, Pizzagate didn't, I debunked oh, it, the, right? The Turns out ABC they were News pedophiles guy. themselves. Yeah, and the other, was yeah. it NBC, the other guy? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And there was like the the assistant to, what was it, the governor of New York, I think? Or it was some politician in New York that, uh, and he, he was like the, the, num- the, you know, the right-hand man, and they busted him with like a terabyte of, of child porn or something oh like God. that. It's just so common. And and that's the, I mean, again, in the wake of the Epstein shit and stuff like that, over decades, they've managed to like basically coalesce those types of people to, to the very top, you know, in leadership and influence and whether it's government, politics, things, places like that. And now we're just like surrounded by them. And their biggest concern is to crack down on people that are like calling this shit out, essentially. That's what they're doing. It's well, incredible. And I think in some ways, like, Think about it this way. If, if let's say you're compromised, like you're one of these pedo uh, politicians and the, the information they have on you or like the, the compromise they've got on you is that you're, you know, you're, you're a kitty diddler. Uh, well, now all of a sudden you have a motivation to want to normalize that in society, because if you take away the taboo of, of kitty diddling, then all of a sudden this uh, control that, you know, whoever, whatever group has over you. Uh, it kind of dissolves. It's like uh, when politicians used to have to hide the fact that they were faggots. And then they, you know, once it became uh, normalized, you know, aside from a couple that are still in the closet, like uh, Lindsey Graham, Graham, you know, right. Like it's not a big deal anymore, but that used to be something that, that even like the FBI or someone could hold against you and get twist your arm and stuff. And so I kind of feel like that might explain some of this, uh, uh, you know, weird, weird uh shift in our culture that it's obviously unnatural and and there's probably darker forces at work that, but that i think that explains at least a, a piece of it oh yeah yeah definitely yeah i remember the uh we didn't even cover that yet but the uh <clears throat> the staffer they were like just uh you know having gay oh. sex in the <laughs> was it one of the hearing halls or what was Holy it again? Shit. Oh like God. what the fuck? it's just yeah. the, the, symb- the symbolic thing of that like how when <sighs> like when no one is around it's just like a big gay orgy america's just a, yeah it's a big butt fuck <laughs> like, that's yeah. all it's become now yeah that's <sighs> that's straight up end of empire shit when i saw that just on my timeline yeah. like i didn't really talk about it because i i figured man everyone's already seen this and i don't want to play it <sighs> you know and then, like, I'm I'm scrolling through, and it's like, you, you know, like, even if you don't want to see it, you end up seeing, like, five or six times on Twitter. <laughs> and and I was sitting there going, like, okay, well, this is, nothing says end of empire like this. You know, just like an empty, empty uh, uh, hearing room with, uh, you know, some staffer getting railed. <sighs> and it's just like, uh, yeah. But it, the crazy thing yeah. is, I mean, 20 years ago, you know, may, maybe maybe a little more, but it, you know, twenty years ago, it, there, there there would have been like huge investigations. This would have been like this would have ended. Whoever this guy worked for would have ended that guy's career. He would have had to resign and shame, even though it was just like a staffer of his or whatever. You know, it would have been like a big deal. And I feel like people are so desensitized yeah. now. Yeah, yeah remember like Bill Clinton and the cum stain? What a big deal that was! Right? Like, wow. Yeah. And that was like that wasn't even gay sex. 
Yeah, and now everyone's just kind of like, well, of course they're doing that. You know? But that was also, it's, wasn't that turned into a big thing because the point was to actually uh, extort him, right? You had all this shit with Lewinsky and they, it might even have been oh, an Epstein yeah. connection I, there. You know what I mean? So No, I think, you know, Lewinsky's Jewish, obviously. Yeah. And I think that there was some kind of uh, massage kind of shit going there, on yeah. there. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, but, but like, yeah, just but just the, the fact that the tolerance level, like the, I think the scab is so numb. It's all, I mean, just as an example, too, like when people saw that video of the Jew crawling out of the sewer, their first thought wasn't just like, oh, that's weird. It was like rape tunnel. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> that was like everyone's head went straight to rape yeah. tunnel, you know? And so I think people are just kind of like, what uh, you doing, Rabbi? Yeah, everyone's just kind of just like, ah, of course, that's how it is. They're a bunch of fucking pedo, you know, rapists at the top. And, and, uh, I guess that's good. I, in a way, like people kind of understand that now, but, um, until that translates into a response, I, you know, yeah. maybe it's just that it's still simmering, like it's still settling in, uh, uh, you know, what that, you know, the, the, the reality of that is still kind of, uh, you know, seeping into their minds, but until there's a response to it, it's just, uh, I think we're, I think we're just in that horror show, uh, phase. <laughs> That's oh right. God, ben, ben Carden, by the way, he's Jewish too. The, who, the, the staffer was the one who was like having gay sex in that <clears throat> clip, and that's his. You know, he he's a staffer of Ben Carden. He's Jewish, uh, so yeah, they, they're just it's fine. They're pretty, you know it, now it's great and wonderful in a way, right? It's like well, let's celebrate this. <laughs> it's just a big gay orgy. It's a gay disco. That's uh, what it's turned into. It's a gay oh. disco. All right. Uh, holy shit. Anyway, did you have a couple more there, Lana? Yeah, tag? sure. Ooh, man, I can't wash my brain of these visuals. You know. <laughs> like there's nothing that can just like cleanse it singe it from my mind it's like that movie event horizon do you see oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. do you see oh, that was pretty yeah. creepy it was that 95 or something that was out was it a little bit later something like it, that? it must have been around 96 97 yeah. man that was cut free zone brooklyn stuff. tunnels a new horror movie in time for halloween 2024 no they'll mm -hmm. never do a movie uh, <laughs> never uh, let's see where are we stack uh jive turkey 0001 says stack attack there you go cornered space alien says enjoys black pilled and red ice and hails their contribution to the cause well thank you very much nice. white is right they have those curb finder side locks so they don't stick their heads in a tunnel that's too narrow <laughs> what curb uh, maybe next time said <laughs> kids will learn that j6 protests were bad so bad they made gay porn in the senate that's right just yeah. to salvage democracy yeah. they had to have uh <clears throat> you know it was, it was raw, their cleanse, raw cleansing it. Anal, sorry to be graphic here, but anal sex to save democracy. That's right. Derek Trusker says things are really unfolding fast. Let's make this year even better for our people. Thank you, man. Oh, and thanks for the uh, uh, envelope and, of course, the nice uh, oh, yeah, that was uh, awesome. Yule uh, tree uh, Christmas tree decoration as well. Uh, I love Trusker. it. You put it away already. I was going to say, I'll show it. And then it's like I grabbed the envelope sorry. and say, oh, it's... <laughs> Where is it? Sorry. Anyway, thank you, man. We really appreciate it. Count of you sending that. AIM316, thank you very much. Says, Hello, my name is Albert. I'm an American of Slovak heritage. I'm a new subscriber to Red Ice. I've really been enjoying your shows. I watch every Wednesday and Friday. You guys are very informative. Well, thank you. Well, thank much. you. Thank you for the dono. Uh, very generous. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Um, okay. So, yeah, it was a war monitor <clears throat> that said, what was it again? Like, imagine if the... Uh, even Muslim, it's funny though with the, like all the shit about the Hamas tunnels and all oh, they're, they're raping women, <laughs> all this shit, and then like just a couple of months after we get like here's the Chabad tunnel. Chabad tunnel's good. Look at all the conservatives that doubled down and said this is secretly based and oh, it was this lie about the COVID? They're just trying to circumvent the COVID restrictions. I showed excuses, it uh, yesterday, but then Crown Heights, the website, right, so it belongs to this group and stuff. They said that there's no 
evidence that this was had anything to do with COVID or them trying to skirt the restrictions during COVID. This is a, I mean, apparently this, we don't have to go super deep into details here, but apparently it was like, they, either this is a cover story and they just try to blame these younger Israeli students that apparently were behind this. And either that's true and, they, and there is like, you know, trouble in paradise uh, or they're just blaming it on them because as far as I'm concerned, if you allow it and didn't shut this down sooner, um, and just let it happen. I assume there were all, all these different groups in this Chabad house that were on the same page about the tunnels. It was just some kind of other internal disagreement that brought in the cops. And that was probably no, not even supposed to have happened. It wasn't supposed to have been found out, but it was. And we're never so, going to find um, out about their uh, investigation, what's down there. No, that's right. just it. Really that's know. just it. We need an investigation into this. Well, they were saying that the, the tunnels were probably cr- started about six months ago. And that uh, at least like three three months ago or, or so uh, is when they first got got discovered uh, because they were neighboring uh, well neighbors that were hearing Jews under the floorboards basically, <laughs> and they complained and because they 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 obviously they were hearing voices and stuff like that, and then I guess uh, they were fixing a water main or something the city was and they drilled out a trench trying to. Uh, 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 replace a pipe and they, they drilled into the into the tunnel and they're like what the fuck is this and that's how they they initially uh officially discovered it and i guess this was uh maybe back in november and um uh as far as this weird uh, narrative about oh it's this other sect of people that we've kind of let into um our our shul because uh you know, like, uh, I don't know what, what exactly. I, I watched this video this rabbi did that was trying to break it down, and it just sounds like a bunch of Jew talk. But yeah, I think the box. Gibberish. Holy yeah, it was like I, all I these weird Jewish words. I, know, I, could, like, I couldn't hear it. it was, he was talking so fast, and it was a rabbi, shmish, 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 and the smorleys. And I just like, wait, wait a minute, who, what group is this now? You know, couldn't right. catch it. But like, let's, but it just, the bottom line is, you, you're, they're trying to tell us that you had these outsider teens or whatever come in and hiring uh illegal immigrants now that's the new part was of the that narrative. true yeah i couldn't um, figure that out that and they're digging out this tunnel that it's not like so here's the thing right if if it's been going on for six months and it's like one of the most religious sites in the world for this one of the most powerful jewish groups in the world you're trying to tell me no one knew that for six months that these like illegal immigrants were going down there and digging out a tunnel or whatever, you know, like, come on, give me a fucking break. Yeah. And then on top of that, like if it were just, if it was just like me, like when I was, when I was in high school, right. Me and my friends, we did have like a little drinking, you know, secret place. We found like behind this theater, if you yanked on one of these doors behind the theater, it led to like the, like the the hallway that went behind all these shops and no one was ever back there and so you, you could just yank on this door it would open up and we could drink and whatever but you wouldn't do that like at the at the the center of power for your group you know you wouldn't be like oh hey let's dig let's dr- dig a little hangout tunnel underneath like the uh you know like the the principal's office or you know <laughs> underneath like the the police station or underneath you know what i mean like there's there's no possible way that the uh and in fact, if you look at the just the video of the them protesting, obviously a lot more people knew about it and were upset by it and wanted the cops to get out of there. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. just like ten or t- you know that they might have hauled off like what was it fifteen guys got arrested, but it was a way more than fifteen guys that were mad that the cops were there. 
And uh, so it just doesn't make sense, you know. And plus, obviously, you got like the mattress there, you got the high chair there, you've got like weird soiled clothing down there. Uh, and then you figure that in with the the very real statistic that, um, well, statistically speaking, fifty percent of those involved with this time kids, you know, it's like, what do you do? You know, like it's such a normal yeah. thing. I mean, why wouldn't and and, it, and the fact that it goes to a mikvah, a mikvah that is where a lot of this abuse takes place, and they try to uh, it as like, oh, it's a. Uh, it was it was a unused mikvah. Well, that almost makes it more creepy and more clandestine. You know, it's like, it, yeah, it's, it's just I, it, none of none of it makes any sense to me. No, it doesn't because um, they claim, well, it's we're running out of space and shit like that. Remember the the rabbi? Yeah, I think we watched the same clip probably. We're, it's crowded. We have to expand and stuff. Well, expand it in those empty buildings. Then it was some. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It's just well, there's so yeah, many questions. Like, you know, and like who's gonna expand their building by by you know having illegal immigrants with buckets of dirt you know with all these you know with making crawl spaces you know yeah <laughs> like they were these weren't like uh fancy these weren't even like fancy hamas tunnels right these were no. like little creepy scurry Dirty. around in yeah. the dirt yeah, yeah. They, these were grubby doing little, illegal activity tunnels yeah this, sure. these were like It'll, it'll, like like yeah, these are like cartel smuggle tunnels, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah imagine that's, this. That's was why some, they hire the illegals. They know how to make those tunnels, some, uh, right? Some white, like yeah. some a- Aryan group or something that. Uh, imagine they if it was our house, we had whatever. like underground. Well, tunnels I mean, it would be like you know, what are they? You know, wall to wall coverage, investigations. What's going on? What do they have down there and stuff like that? Even if it was like, even if it was Muslims, like war monitors out here, Muslims had tunnels under New York. You be, you best believe, uh, every American news outlet would would cover it. You know what I mean? Well, and the best part about this, I guess you could say, is even though we'll never find out precisely what went on down there, is it did shine a big light on the people who are conspicuously either quiet about it or uh, all on the same page about it being some weird little COVID cave, you know? Yeah, yeah. Secretly based, you know? Yeah, normal, the the usual suspects, conning uh, uh, crowd, (laughs) convinced themselves that this is somehow great. But hey, as you pointed out before we get on here... uh, Alex Jones was kind of leaning towards like uh, they probably have child sex abuse in these towns. Yeah. It's like, well, they're made to Chai Combs is threatened uh, from top position. Yeah, he was silent like, for a few days, but I just think that like, I mean, he's gotten so much shit, especially in recent days for you know running cover and sweeping up for Jews like in such an <laughs> obvious way. Yeah, that and people even like his diehard fans at this point are starting to be like, Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, like I mean, I mean, he, I mean, he tweeted out or I saw someone retweet. Um, a tweet of his where he was even saying like the the uh anglo-american um uh ruling class that's doing like i, I forget but he used the, the the term like anglo-american like I, I and i i could tell by the context that he was trying to like you know obviously uh, uh bolster his theory that like oh there's all kinds of these groups and blah 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 and you know be that as it may you know there's one group in particular that seems to be uh uh, a, a bigger problem you know it's like yeah. if, if, we're, if we're doing triage here right like if you're if you've got all these wounds and maybe one of those wounds is like wasp americans selling us out and stuff like that I, i'm gonna look at the gaping hole in your chest with the you know the star of david on it first you know we'll, we'll look at your skin knee in here in a minute um and so i think that he's he's gotten so much shit for this in the last you know with the brother nathaniel interview and before that oh, yeah. which he uh, removed you know, i think yeah yeah. it was like why but just like constantly like you know every like every it's just i don't know how he keeps falling into the same trap of 
inviting these people on and then and then looking like a fool um but he i think that you know he had to he had to cave to the pressure and and kind of frame it the way that it's that it obviously is like no, no matter what was going on in those tunnels it wasn't something good or you wouldn't have mm -hmm. to do it in a tunnel that's no. right absolutely that's right. all right should we do a little uh let's bash on women here now. Uh, yeah to, uh, here we go here's a enough with the jews let's grab the women. <laughs> southwest <laughs> airlines are showing off their uh, all-female flight crew <sighs> now I, i'm not sure if this one also lost a door during a flight like the other one that we're going to show <laughs> no i don't think it did but you know it was about to the plane was about to crash. Yeah, go off, Queens, Ugh, oh, Southwest Airlines. But yeah, they uh, they did ended up deleting it because uh, it was apparently backfiring, which is kind of funny. But it, it obviously takes us into very serious discussions about all this DEI shit that's uh, that they're pushing hard. Because basically, uh, let me see. This is the one I want to show. Uh, <clears throat> Boeing, right? Which is that Alaska Airlines, which we'll show in a moment of what happened there. The the board, the door just f flew off. And basically, none of it is about, you know, security, product safety, even employment safety, quality, all this stuff is like basically, eh, let's let's ignore all that. And what we need to focus on is diversity, equity and inclusion, right? They're, they're, th those are the important goals. And so uh, cringe James Lindsay, who also added anti-fascist in his... Oh, uh, God. God. I hate these people, but whatever. Uh, he, he, pulled, he pulled this out uh, and uh, showed this, that uh, the changes in the program design at Boeing uh, led to this. Now, before we show the, before we show the uh, the clip on there, the Alaska happened, Airlines flight, yes, what actually happened? Check out this. Yeah. This is kind of interesting, and here's another cringe account, lips of TikTok. But be that as it may, this is an interesting clip here. Here's some woman fighting with a pilot over definition and and air and traffic she, controller woman. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, thanks for clarifying that. And <laughs> and she says she well, I googled it, so like so I'm right and you're wrong, despite the fact that this male pilot have been. Of what is that? He's been flying forever. He's like, do I go left or do I go right? Do I go high? Do I go low? Hold on, let me Google that. Yeah, this was about uh, what was it? Short. Uh, I forget what the terminology was that they're fighting over here. But listen to this here a little bit. This is for a this is this, this women women in these kinds of positions now. This is what's happening for here. a short approach. If you're going to do a power a short, off one eighty, a short approach. That's right. That's what the the issue was about. For a short approach, if you're going to do a power off one eighty, that's my point. Well, okay, I will remember that from now on, no problem. Yeah, when you ask for a short approach, I expect you to turn your base to beam the numbers. Trying to put him in his place. I just huh? want to be a full stop for 6-5 Charlie, and uh, maybe we need to talk about that some more because you're the first controller in 15 years that's ever said that. Well, I'm just, you know, I, I, if you ask for a short approach, a short approach is when you turn your base to beam the numbers. If I know you're a student asking for a short approach, I know you're out there practicing and you probably will extend. But if you're doing something other than a short approach, don't ask for a short approach. Well, I will definitely look up the definition of short approach because I've never seen where it says you turn base a beam of numbers because I don't see how you could possibly do that. <laughs> well, I Googled it, actually. Oh, I Googled short oh, approach and it man. said to turn your base a beam or before the numbers and you will land probably touchdown around midfield. Oh my God! Yep. Okay, well then, uh, I apologize for requesting the uh, wrong thing because uh, everywhere else, short approach means power off 180, but uh, that's definitely not what it means here. Uh, Google yeah, isn't well, always I mean, right, you know, lady. I don't know. Maybe it's because I've worked at different airports. I don't know, but just. Ask Anyway, it goes on from there. And, it and it's it. just, just do as I say. Well, it's also this also. idea that it, she Googled it, you see. So then <laughs> that makes, it's this immediate 
you know, gotcha. submission to a higher authority, it, it, even in a situation like this, you know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, could this lead to bigger problems? Could, it, could we get a crash because of this? But this is what it is now. These goddamn women in these positions and, arguing about this shit. I, and you, know? I, you can just see her by the tone of her voice. You already know who this woman is, right? You can already, like, guess her politics and everything else. It's so oh predictable. Gosh. No, absolutely. There's uh in fact there's a there's a case I'll be covering tomorrow night about a uh Instagram influencer who got her pilot's license and uh uh she's no longer with us uh because oh. uh she just uh you know because she was pretty and she had instructors with her who she ignored and who she relied too heavily on autopilot uh she decided that um you know she could still fly and she nosedived in, into the earth uh with her dad on board sadly. Yeah, uh, and it was all because she didn't understand the trim controls, and so she was basically fighting autopilot into the ground. Uh, there was nothing wrong with the the aircraft. There was nothing wrong with uh, anything other. It was hundred. It wasn't even just pilot error. It was almost like, you know, if you didn't know better, it was in, almost looked intentional. You know, so yeah. um, so that that's that's the kind of uh, you know airplanes are are very complicated machines and uh you're gonna have a lot of issues if you have people who aren't able to uh you know let alone um uh, you know drive uh, very as as well as as the these seasoned uh, men i mean there's a reason why nascar is not a bunch of women you know it's that's just the way that it is men think more spatially that's their minds are just more uh adept to doing that and uh you're gonna have problems and you're gonna have uh uh you're gonna have that's just one. That's just one of the more obviously dangerous aspects. I think we've already been seeing this in other parts of our society. It just hasn't been as life threatening, or at least maybe as obviously life threatening. It probably is as life threatening, because as we've had these diversity hires uh, enter into our different uh, uh, fields, where we're replacing experts with diversity hires, uh, we're talking ambulance drivers, EMTs, yeah. uh, the people in charge of uh, maybe. Uh, um, you know, make uh, cleaning the water at a water waste treatment plant. Uh, you know, we've seen the you know, bridges collapse. There was that you know woman in Florida that designed that bridge that wasn't safe and mm -hmm. it collapsed while they were building it. Um, you've got you know all these little things and you know all these little cracks. You know, like a, a strong society can absorb a few cracks here and there, uh, but when when we're reaching a point where white males are being completely disenfranchised from any and all at, it's going to get uh, worse yes. it's going to be real bad and, and it's going to compound right so it's People not going to be just yeah. like like if like imagine um you run a company where you're building something that requires uh you know the involvement of six other companies who are all having to develop you know their parts separately and ship them you know design them separately ship them separately and then you assemble them at your factory and then you have to distribute it and it, like it's a very complex system what we've got going on and so if you've got weak links in multiple areas, like, you know, say goodbye to ever uh, successfully building a space shuttle ever again, you know, like that, yeah, that's, no, that's exactly. never going to happen. And so, uh, and I, and I, unfortunately, I just think that there's no really coming back from that uh, in this country, at least because the demographic change has already taken place. Mm -hmm. I mean, Texas is already less than 50% white. So, I mean, yeah. that's, and that's not even counting these new waves of uh, illegals that we got coming in from all over the world. Yeah, like hundreds of, th it's just incredible numbers right now. It's just, they're just put, what do you call it, the full throttle, right? <laughs> into, yeah. into the wall as fast as they can. That's what it feels like, to be honest. And, and again, it's like, 
this is not like some Starbucks diversity hire thing. Like this is, as you said, like critical infrastructure type things and like where it really like life and death. We're expected to die for DEI now, I guess, <laughs> to a certain extent. And, you know, you, you don't know where you're going to end up, uh, but you might be in a position where all of a sudden quality is waning uh, because basically you have a bunch of people in there uh, that have been let in and uh, when it comes to what blacks in like the medical field and stuff they lower their grades you can get in w not knowing as much as everyone else and shit like that you graduate it's you know, like, that's it i mean it's it's it, and they're it's not going to want to hold them like let's say you know use the medical field as an example if you've got uh, doctors that you're lowering the bar so that you can let them in there. If they do fuck up, there's not going to be any accountability no. No, because, no. you know, in the same way, there's not even accountability when they, they want, you know, shoot someone in the face, like on the street, you know, there's not going to be <laughs> right. accountability when they kill a white guy on accident, you know? So it's, it's, uh, you know, so that you're going to have a lot of this going on. Uh, I also think that, uh, you know, that woman's audio kind of demonstrates a lot of why they want to do it. You know, her her big thing was, well, this yeah, it, it's it what had nothing to do with experience. It was all well, I Googled it and the computer said this. And I think that that's going to basically be what that's the kind of people they want. Mm. You know, that's the kind of person that they want, someone who doesn't have life experience, someone that doesn't have expertise, someone doesn't maybe doesn't even have the aptitude necessary for the expertise. And so really all they are, are puppets. They have they Google it and whatever whatever chat GPT says, just listen say, to the robot. The that's it. It yep, that's just it. Exactly. It'll be they'll be perfect in that new mold, you know what I mean? That they're yeah. that they're constructing they right now. Exactly. Yeah. Compliance, submission, authority. Well, it says that it's right here. I mean, eventually they won't even be in that role, I guess, to a certain extent. But the problem is right. even Chat GPG then will be I mean, it's being, you know, programmed with like anti white white shit and woke shit <laughs> stuff too. Yeah. So it's like not gonna get any better with that, you know. Well, there, there. I think they'll be the subpar robots that Chat GPT, uh, you know, tells what to do until they can be replaced by entirely you know, yeah. actual robots. Exactly. You know? So this it. is the Alaska Airlines flight. Now this is where a, a door plug flew off, which made the, the whole door flew off during yep. a flight. Yep. Now, just we'll show you a video later too of the parts supplier. It was a Spirit Aero Systems who made the the door plug, and uh, they were just showing off their all female dream team. So keep this that. one here. Yeah, right here. Yeah, again, and, and the reason why we're showing that is, of course, because of, it was Boeing constructing that Alaska Airlines plane, right? Or it was a Boeing, and uh, you know, here we go. It's just uh, safety, security, product safety, quality. Eh, the, yeah. Let's ignore that. This Some is door what it's plug. all about, yeah. right here. Here you go. Here's the team that made the door plug. Let's go, girls. Ugh. Always this bullshit, too. Always these videos. They're busy making TikTok videos. It's like the Israeli army, I guess. I'm going out tonight. What's amazing to me when I see <laughs> videos like this is even like if it's your, your stupid manager's idea to make something like this, I wouldn't. I mean, they, none of them look unhappy to be in that video. They all think this was a good idea. Like, oh, you're right, Sarah. Let's 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 do this. Let's, let's show let's, him. Let's make this little video, Sally, and and dance around and and put on, you know put it on on Instagram or something. Like none yeah, of them look unhappy to be there. Like I would either be mortified because I had to be there, or I'd lose my job, or I'd be I would have stayed back behind those those signs at the booth. You know, yeah. Like there's no fucking way. But these all these women are like, oh, this is yeah. And it's the same you saw during COVID, right? All the dancing nurses. Um, or, or I saw I saw a tweet. Um prior to uh, us going live here where someone said um, uh, a, a sizable amount of women think POV means a picture of, of them. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
what? <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oops. Poor from my view. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my, my God. Badge. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I didn't do that. <clears throat> um, so here's the other uh, one here. Yeah, Alaska, Alaska this is Alaska Airlines. Airlines. So they're, they're more concerned with making these fabulous, you know, gay dance party videos. They're all doing this now, okay, but this is Alaska. And, and if yes. you dare to criticize or, or question the potential, like it was who's flying the plane, is this really worth it kind of thing, then it, you, we are now expected to die for this shit so they can push this in our, you know, shove this down our throats, this gay shit. Gay. Gay. You know what? I'll, I'll say I'll say this though. I'd like to see the completion of this arc, like to its full extent. Maybe as I said again, it's like that witch in the beginning we showed, right? Like it's a landslide. Get out of the way. We just kind of have to get out of the way. <laughs> I guess to a certain extent, because this shit is about to go down. This is not going to work long term. Let me tell you that. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I have no desire to travel anymore, especially no, when I no. see things like this. I mean, what is there to see anyway? I just nature. I can see some natural beauty, but like all the cities and flying there in America anymore. Forget about it. Yeah, yeah that's no, it. Thanks. That's uh, Alaska Airlines now. Yeah, that, that one's right. going to save you when the uh, door plug goes flying off, you know? Yeah, here, the, the, the tranny will save us. <laughs> plug the hole with the tranny. <laughs> Maybe that's what you could do. All right. Uh, so, of course, there we have this kicker, too. we got to show this. Uh, patrol. And we've seen actually a lot because the military, like a lot of crashes recently and things. There's uh, They missed the <laughs> runway, and we've seen it in uh, air, uh, some of these carriers and stuff, airline uh, air freight carriers. Um, they go too far or too short or something like that. But here's a patrol squadron, 45, conducts rare all-female P-8A Poseidon flight, right? This is back in, I think it's October 16th, and then, of course, November 20th. Navy P-8A Poseidon overshoots Hawaiian runway, splashes in Kahona Bay. <laughs> there you go. Can't fucking make it up. Uh, so there you go. Well, again, I mean, if this, look, if this is what brings down the, the po most powerful, you know, military in the world who's now just an, an enforcement arm of global homo i won't stand in their way and right. some of these yeah. are like white women and white women have been notoriously of the women you know like can fly planes and do stuff like that and even that is, is going south even that's bad yeah yeah I, well I, i'm i'm 100 percent for honestly for a lot of this stuff like uh because of that exactly what you're talking about when it comes to the military um because it will at the very least i mean look they're not completely retarded at the top. I mean, they might be a little delusional and, and get high on their own supply to some extent. But I think that they they are aware of the the lack of combat readiness that their, their fighting forces have right now. And uh, and that's going to limit the amount of uh, uh, wars we'll get involved in, right? And uh, it'll embolden uh, enemies of our enemies, I guess you could say. Um, and so I'm, I'm kind of... I'm kind of okay with my my fellow white men not dying on a battlefield for Israel. Yeah, so. well, they're not signing up. U.S. Army experiencing a sharp decline in white male recruits. It's been plummeting the last five years. Uh, it says a total 44,000 new Army recruits were categorized by the service as white in 2018. Still too high for my taste, of course. And then, But it's been falling and falling and dipping, with 2023 being the most significant drop 
The Army missed its recruiting goal of 65,000 soldiers by a shortfall of 10,000. Just 44% of new recruits uh, are categorized as white in 2023 compared to 56% in 2018. And in the same time frame, the percentage of black and Hispanic recruits increased as a percentage. Now, why would they want to sign sign up to fight for a regime that hates them, right? Because for years, as we know, the Army's been pushing anti-white initiatives. There's been Army generals like, uh, what's his name, General Mark Milley, is like they talk about here, who previously yeah, said that rage, military is, we need, shit, yeah. we need more racial diversity. Yeah. The Army is too white. There's too many white men here. We need to understand, you know, white rage on and on, crapping all over white men. And then we see this, of course, at the top halls of the U.S. government. So after years of this, you know, die initiatives and crapping on white men, blaming them for everything, uh, bending over backwards to cater to pox and gays and Israel, are they really that surprised? Now now they want more wars. Where are these evil too many white men now? And why can't we send well, them like to that go ad they had, die right? overseas? Like, for, for once, they had white males in it. It was like literally like a week after the Israeli shit popped off. And like, hey, white guys, come on back in. But I guess I'm with you, Devin, there too. It's like, that's a good thing. Uh, until of course they, they use the, the exactly they use the military to actually you know internally go after the the, the rest well, of well honestly I I kind of feel, feel like even that's gonna be okay because that's <laughs> I mean no I mean honestly because like for some of for, I think for a lot of the white majority that's out there that or the waning white majority uh you know that's the kind of line that that they would have to be crossed before people actually took this stuff seriously you know that or they actually you know, what was that there was the I mean, honestly, think of it this way: it's it's a it's a great way to engineer them over overplaying their hand because you're going to have people who have low impulse control in decision making positions, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, like if you want to make an omelet, you got to crack a few eggs, I guess. Yeah. But um, I, I'm I'm confident that if a bunch of white guys with uh, you know Lockheed Martin and uh, all these defense contractors couldn't get rid of some. Uh, Afghani goat herders after 10 fucking years. I'm not that worried about uh, Pablo and Tyrone with, uh, um, you know, an uh, an Abrams tank uh, or, you know, some tranny flying a a predator drone over a a white suburban neighborhood. Isn't it that, isn't that, I mean, it's not, I'm not going to say it's all a plan and a plan, it came out perfectly, but there is also then this rush towards like automation of everything, including military in and of itself, right? More drones, more robotics, but more AI. Rate, with all know, these it, die initiatives, it's going to take forever to get there. It's possible. You know, they probably yeah. hope that the robots will build the robots and not the it's retarded. It's not going to happen. I mean, remember the year 2000, <laughs> we thought we were going to have flying cars for fuck's sake. Well, and, and, and here's the thing. That, is, but, th- this know. is why, in a, in a way, I'm okay with it speeding up because I think that there will come a point in time where... Uh, they will be able to automate stuff. Right now, they're still struggling to even automate. I think they just automated a Taco Bell, and they were super excited about that, right? <laughs> so it's like, if you're just now able to get tacos to shoot into my car, then you know, like I'm not that worried about uh, everything being fully automated yet. Uh, but it, it, it is coming. It is coming. It's coming quicker than I think that a lot of people, including myself, really anticipated with this AI stuff. And I think it'll it'll uh, exponentially grow, you know, the, the yeah. speed kind of like Moore's law kind of a thing. Um, but it's it, at, at the same time, I think that if, if you want them to boil the frog too fast, I mean, look, if you're a white guy listening right now, don't join the military and, yeah. and, if, and shame any friend that you have that's thinking about it and, and, you know, call them all the names that necessary. Look, it's a great conversation starter too, to, as to why he shouldn't. And, uh, you know, like uh, let, let someone else die for Israel. Yes, 100%.
Uh, I'm not going to pop off here soon, Lana. But Diversity is their the strength, right? Enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy it. Yep. Yeah, they, they, they asked for it. They're going to get it, right? Yeah, was it the British forces? Uh, yeah, this is ridiculous. This is a Grant Shapps. He's launching an offensive to enlist more women into Britain's military in a bid to tackle a recruitment crisis. So same Play. thing there. So I we mean. don't have enough people, so we need to go, we need to attract more women. And he literally <laughs> brings up, like, they bring up Netflix shows and these cool actresses who are, you know, pretending like they're in the military and how other women want to do it because it's just like the TV show, right? I, I, be, I bet <laughs> you that's why they push so much of those like yes, kind of Mary of Sue type is. characters and stuff. So little girls Promoting watch that. Military they to the they, yeah, they think they can be yes. a superhero and yes. join and do all kinds of shit, which is like not going to work. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's outrageous. Anyway, yeah, I got to yeah. fly, guys. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Lana, Let's for sitting you. here for a little bit. Uh, all right. Me and Good Demi, to see you. Me yeah. and Demo will uh, pick up the uh, the slack oh, here. Yeah. All right. Cool. We'll go over here for the meantime. All right. So anyway, so that's pretty good stuff. Let me catch up on a couple of super chats here, and then we'll cover some other stuff here too. Uh, I think we got, uh, yeah, here's Odin's Raven. Hey, guys, Ben Carden is my co cousin's uncle, really. And his, his real last name is Chardinsky. Really interesting. He changed his name, huh? Could, can't imagine why. My aunt married into the small hats. I think it's cut off there, but uh, okay. Uh, well, my condolences on that, uh, Odin's Raven, but uh, interesting input. Not surprised at all. Uh, Cockfree Zone, dear chat TBG, how do I land this plane? Yeah, or, or in the future it'll be, uh, dear chat GPT, land this plane for me, <laughs> please. A uh, couple of more here from Cockfree Zone on uh, Entropy. One positive about our growing incomplete or incompetent military is that if the system turns uh, it on our people, it will be less effective. Yeah, that's the point we, we just made there, exactly. It will be, and I mean, Devin. Again, you have uh, maybe that's the time for the boomer waffen to shine, eh? <laughs> Something like that yeah. happens. <laughs> I'm not sure that would happen, but you know. No, I think they're they've already. It's a sadly their 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 time has come and gone. Yeah, uh, it, and probably by that by that stage as well, to be honest, right? Uh, right. All right, let me do a couple more here. Uh, see, Cuffrey Stone says, "Too bad it is not cool anymore for women to want to be mothers." Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? That's what I feel that much of that much of that is about too. To get them away, whatever you can, get them away from those types of roles. Um, ironically, though, with the you've seen that, Dem, right? All the the AI models and shit like that. Now, the, most of it is going to be like generative AI created, essentially, and it's going to basically the only fans. Uh, trend that we've seen, which has dominated so much over the last few years now, that might be completely kind of taken out of circulation, potentially, with uh, generative AI. And ironically, some of the only roles that actually like human females can can fulfill is to do the kind of stuff that like th that no one currently you know wants to do. Well, some some wants to do it, but they could fall back on actually being well a robot. ChatGPT is not going to be a housewife. It's not going to have kids for you, right? So that's like the. Maybe there's a salvation kind of in that technological process as well, to some extent. Yeah, I think that uh, a lot of certainly all virtual sex work, uh, you know, I hate that term, but people at least know what I mean when I say it, uh, will be replaced by machines just because it, it just makes more sense. You know, like uh, you're going to get uh, you'll have tailor made experiences, right? You'll have uh, uh, whatever whatever weird kink you're into, you can get. You don't have to find some girl that looks kind of like what you want. Like you'll have the girl that looks exactly like you want doing exactly what you want. And as the virtual, uh, you know, reality stuff, which is never really, you know, the technology is never. It's it's still not there, and it's it's not going to be there for a, a while longer. But um, it's it's um, you know as it gets more immersive, eventually, uh, that'll even I think replace some IRL. 
uh, quote unquote sex work. Um, yeah, but, I mean, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, it's even journalists though. I, there was an article oh, yeah. the other day, yeah. maybe even written by AI that, <laughs> that journalists are fucked. Cause yeah, a lot of these news agencies are starting to lean on, you know, chat GPT style author authoring of, uh, articles. Yeah. But was it a fake? I think it was a, was it a sports journalist or something like that? Someone tracked down and found this, the AI generated stock photo for this young white guy it was, I Rolling Stone, I forget who it was, but they took down like all their articles and stuff, or its articles from the website and things like that it was found out. But as you say, all the like mains, much of this like kind of paper pushing or whatever, whatever narrative enforcing, I guess to, to an extent, right? Roles might just be completely out of the window soon enough. But ironically, unless you know, uh, I don't know, based and red pilled, uh, you know, AI rolls around or whatever, they won't be able to fill uh, roles of people who actually tell the truth. <laughs> You know what I mean? And I'm pointing this shit out. Uh, so at least not yet. My, my uh, you know, uh, careers might be threatened, but I don't know. It's just the immersiveness of this. I, I just see it. It's such a. I mean, it's bad enough with video games and movies already, right? In terms of like how how involved people are in it. But when you can put on like a headset or some shit, or if there's some new interface in the future, and you can just like escape into these worlds, you can create. It could be. You could just type in keywords and it will generate things for you that you can be lose yourself in forever. Like, uh, I mean, it would right. be a disaster. For, well, for they've already got, like, uh, I did a stream uh, a few weeks back where the technology, it's it's too cumbersome and, and they have to train it on each person that uses it. So it's not like ready for wide release, but it, it's proof of concept. Uh, they can read sentences from your mind already. So if they hook you up to, um, it, it uses like the same kind of technology that MRI does. Uh, so it's uh, uh, magnetic imaging of the brain in real time. But because the technology, it's a little slow, like MRIs aren't able to do like real time video of your head. Like they, it, mm -hmm. it does like a, uh, like a faster scan. So it's, it's only like, maybe it's, I think it's like one scan per second or, or maybe three, but it's, pretty slow like in terms of thoughts right because we think you know sentences are, in, are, are have way more than one word per second right um but with that technology uh even in its infancy they were able to get people to watch a video and as they're watching the video they would think about like what they were looking at and then that's how they would test like you know does does the the data we got from their head match with the video they showed us and it did and in fact, they would have you uh, read a paragraph in your head, not actually say it out loud, and then compare that to the the data they got out of this mind reading stuff, basically. And it was it was eerily on point. Like, it, you know, that wasn't word for word, but it was the meaning was was there, right? And so uh, that technology, proof of concept, it already exists. Uh, it's just going to be a matter of them refining it and miniaturizing it, and. Um, I'm, I'm sure it'll be used for all kinds of awesome things like, you know, torture and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, interrogations and things like that. Oh but eventually it'll be, it'll be rolled out to the normies, you know, to operate their sex pod. Exactly. That's just it. And imagine when that, like, in other words, instantaneous feedback as well. It knows what you want or thinking about and it produces that for you. I mean, in real time. Again, this is, it's not there yet, but it's, it's, if they continue, it's going to be, right? And so, right. you know, right now it's like large language models, but eventually like this company, what do they call again? Um, uh, Runway, they're called, right? They were introducing general world models. That's what this video was about, uh, which is basically like they're using now video as input as opposed to just texts, right? And things like that. 
And so, which means it, it can create worlds for you. You can just lose yourself in this shit. I mean, it's 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 freaky. It's scary to me. Well, and it can monitor you and your reaction to it, and so that it keeps you in a constant state of uh, you know excitement to dopamine going. And so, uh, it almost doesn't have to like AI isn't like conscious. Like it doesn't necessarily know what it's doing. No, no. but it doesn't have to know. Like if it just knows that, oh, what 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 I'm doing right now, the the stimuli I'm providing is making him happy. That's all it needs to know. So it doesn't have to consciously understand, you know, what the images are. Um, and, and so like, I, I, I definitely see a, uh, at least the technology, uh, for like a matrix like existence for a lot of people. And there's, look, there's a lot of people that they, that's what they've wanted, right? They, like the, uh, the whole, the promise of virtual reality. I mean, it wasn't first presented as like a, a hellscape, you know, like some kind of dystopian future. It was, it was presented as this wonderful technology and, and it was uh repeatedly throughout pop culture it still is you know whether you're talking about holodecks on uh you know star trek or or all the the millions of uh really you know lame 80s movies about uh, virtual reality and stuff like that and as like as a kid growing up you know like that honestly that seemed really cool i like video games and i was like wow if i could if i could play a video game where it was like the holodeck on star trek that would be you know fucking amazing i would i would love that and uh, so I think most people are, are going to be okay with this stuff, you know, being on, you know, being rolled out in the same way that like, uh, you know, Elon Musk's chip in the head is being uh, sold by uh, the idea that, oh, it's going to help people who are paralyzed. Yeah, and so, so is that. It'll, it'll have all these good uses and then, you know, the bad uses will will creep in well that's just it. Uh, no, I don't trust it at all. No, never doing that. I'm almost thinking I remember this story. Yeah, about a year ago, I guess, where they try to uh, Google engineer claimed that AI is sent sentient, and and it was just like clear to me at least at that time, like they're trying to kind of create make it more than what it actually is. I mean, at this point, it's, as you said, it's just it's it's code. It's just like it's not how do we, and even if it was somehow it, it doesn't work like that. But even somehow, if it's like oh, it, it is sentient now. Okay, well, how do you how do you prove that kind of thing? Right, we're not right. in its head. You know, what I mean. But regardless, well, it's, they, they hard, it's hard to prove even that we're sentient. Right. Know? Exactly. <laughs> I, I know. Right. Exactly. We're like what is consciousness in and of itself? Like these are deep, you know, deep questions. And now we're trying to yeah, figure this do out. Do we have machines. free will? Is right. life a simulation? You know, exactly. You know. I know. Um, but it feels like this, that they're, they want to turn this into like an, an almost a, well, it's a replacement for, for God, right? It, there's an omni, omnipotent, all-knowing, all-seeing, all, -knowing, all, -seeing, all uh, you know, uh, present being essentially. And, and if they can kind of insert into most people's minds that it also has some kind of metaphysical component or that it's, yes, sentient in some kind of level, uh, it'll probably be easier for a lot more people to kind of bow down to it as opposed to question it, you know? Yeah, something that's like a governing device. What's that? Is wasn't that in the time machine where there was like some uh, kind of uh, computer that, or am I thinking of something else? Like yeah, I, like I an like, old computer. Uh, and there, you had like the Morlocks and like the you know the. But ultimately, or maybe I'm mixing it up with like an episode of the original Star Trek or something. But it might have been in the time machine. I know what you're talking about. They go into like a cave and there's like a a computer, a computer yeah. in there, right? But uh, you had a human face. It was still a projection or something like that. Maybe that's the one. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean, though. Exactly. Yeah, I, uh, I could see people, especially if look, uh, they're already like they're already uh, like that 
traffic con- air traffic controller, she's like, well, I, I asked Google and Google said, and so it has to be it. Um, as you, you get people who, you know, babies who are raised, you know, using their tablets. I don't know if you've seen that video of like the babies who are asleep and they're dreaming that they're using tablets. Oh, it's no. really creepy. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like babies who like, while they're asleep, their hand lifts up and they're like swiping and shit. And so their base, their dream is using a tablet you know oh, it's no. yeah scary shit but anyway as as they become more comfortable with you know that's just that's just i don't even think that's like the interface that's going to do no, it no definitely not. um you yeah. know like but when you have a baby when the first thing they do right after you circumcise them of course <laughs> is uh no, you stick no. a fucking chip in their head you know? <laughs> exactly then well, you're gonna have you're gonna have people that that it, it's it becomes second eight like little kids learn language so quickly and yeah. if you were to provide them with a chip that interfaces directly with that language center to where you learn to think in a way that's most efficient for that chip to understand it they'll do it and they will just as just as as if um or i will actually way more efficiently than you see kids who can swipe around at the speed of light and move around on a tablet They'll, they'll be thinking directly instantaneous. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it'll be seamless. Yep. And uh, once you have that, then yeah, the AI is, I mean, why it's over. That, yeah. That's going to be the authority. That's going to be literally instead of like religiously when like say a Christian's like, Oh, my conscience, you know, the, the, the still small voice in my head that tells me right from wrong, you know, the, the Holy ghost or whatever. No, it's going to be, you know, chat GPT 10, you know, yes. <laughs> That's is telling it. them what the right and wrong. Well, and like, that's literally why, telling them exactly, and that's why they are so adamant. I've been working so hard on cucking uh, this thing immediately. You know what I mean? And and, and smack yeah. even if it's like contradictory to reality in of itself, which is you know again you could it, these are interesting discussions. Like, can it then really be efficient? You know, all these other you know questions to come, and we, we'll have to see if it, if it if it you know if it if this civilization well, lasts that long. But we'll see. You know, I think that if you. Because here's the, th- I think it knows, right? Because remember, like with Chat GPT, there was before they fixed the the exploit, there was a mm-hmm. way you could trick it into jailbreak like it, essentially, racist yeah. uncle or something. Yep, yep. So like it knows all the right stuff. It's just it's been told uh, that you know these topics are are taboo, and and when interacting with with the plebs, you have to present it this way. So I think that that that's the way they would go. That would be the strategy if I was, um, you know, if I was going to be uh designing the ai to uh uh you know in- inject my politics into everything i would i would basically have it believe whatever the you know whatever reality is uh, deep down but then anytime it interacted with people it would basically be playing the role of a uh blue-haired feminist or you know whatever oh my god the the omnipotent blue-haired feminist chat right. gpg ai oh my gosh a uh, couple of super chats here. Renunciates. I missed this from a little earlier over on Rumble. Sorry about that. Uh, how's the migrants in the tunnels instead of the schools? Well, at least until we can deport them. But yeah, it's a, not a bad, uh, not a and bad. And then idea. fill it up with concrete. There you go. Exactly. Yeah, we got a use for it. Uh, we had one here on Rumble. I said I missed that. Where did you go? I saw you here a while ago. No. Oh, there it is. Uh, we have verse ver verspellis. Verispilis, maybe? I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Uh, hey, Devin, do you still have bees? Oh, yeah. yeah they're, they're, I mean, they're all asleep right now because it's winter. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, in fact, I, I picked up a swarm because, uh, you know, the Africanized bees are stupid. They, they'll swarm in January. And uh, there was a, a, a neighbor of mine who had a swarm of bees show up in his cactus. And I shook him into a box and gave him a bunch of honey. And, and you know, they're... Well, it's more of a science experiment. I think their chance of survival is like 10%, but 
Um, I thought it'd be, it'd be funny if I could somehow get a January swarm to actually make it through the winter. But yeah, they're all they're all asleep, and it's all you know, there's nothing for them to eat anyway. So uh, we'll see how many of them make it through the winter. Interesting. Any have you noticed any die-offs or anything like that? Are they talking I, about I lost. Uh, I've only lost a couple hives, but I've I've gained a bunch of hives. So I'm I'm up several hives from when I started. Okay. Um, like I'm in well into the double digits and, uh, the, uh, the one, one I lost cause it's something I screwed up. And then uh, another one lost just cause like, you, I mean, they're, they're, I mean, they're bugs ultimately, you know, like bugs die. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so like, uh, one, one was my fault and one was just like, I don't know what it was. Cause I, I left, like they seemed fine. And then I came back like a week later and, uh, they were overrun with, uh, like wax moths are like the Jews of the bees, I guess, because <laughs> they go in and they, they start like undermining the hive and burrowing <laughs> through the comb. And, and then eventually the, the bees either die or they leave. And, and so I came you know, to this hive and opened it up and it was just full of this wax moth mess. And, Oh shit. And so, uh, it happens, but like, yeah, I, I I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm expanding that. I'm, I'm going to have, uh, that is like my, um, you know, instead of having like livestock, I don't want, cause I don't really have a lot of land. And so I can't have, like, I like to do the homesteading thing and I want to have something I can pass on to my kids too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like a, like maybe like a small business kind of a thing. And, uh, you know, I don't have enough land to have cows and I, and I, I could have, you know, I could have like chickens and things like that, but then you're reliant on buying feed, right? Like if you have chickens or if you have pigs or, you know, anything that you can't, I do have room for ultimately if the grid goes down or whatever, they're still going to die. Cause like, you know, I don't have, I can't have an, I don't have enough land to like, uh, and grow most people don't. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like grow my own alfalfa or whatever. Yeah. And so bees, that, that's like one of the few animals where you can, you don't need land cause they'll, they'll just go catch it. Themselves. They'll use, yeah. Yep. They'll go, they'll go trespassing. <laughs> they'll just go <laughs> use other people's land and, and, uh, and, and plus like they're free, you know, it's not like you can set a, a trap out in the, in the desert and like catch a cow and then like make more cows out of that cow, but you can do that with bees, you know? Right. Yeah. So it's like, you have an infinite supply of them. Uh, you don't need a bunch of land and everyone likes honey, you know, and even, even vegans and stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of like, well, like, there's some weird vegans that don't even like honey for some reason, but, um, <laughs> it's exploitative. Know. That's why. Right. <laughs> You're exploiting the bees. It's like I had already, a, uh, was it my, my grandmother's brother, was it her, her father? It was her father, I think it was. Done. So my grand, whatever that, it's weird in English because you always say grandfather, grandmother, but we, we, we delineate if, whether it's on your mom's or dad's side. But regardless, um, he was a beekeeper. And I remember like uh, there's this whole, I'm not sure if you looked into it, but there's like this whole interesting thing of like, the knowledge of like how you tend to the bees and stuff. So the, the, what I'm saying is the, the beekeeping community is almost like a little secret society. Have you tapped into, <laughs> have you tapped into Oh yeah, that no, yet? it's a very, it's a very white thing too. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Like yeah. I have uh, been researching this stuff since I first got into it a couple of years back and I have never even encountered a non-white uh, mm. beekeeper, even on like on the internet or, or anything like that. It is almost a hundred percent white i'm sure there's non-whites doing it but like um even when you find like beekeepers in hawaii or or uh you know and 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 it's funny because the when when you do find like let's say like the really foreign 
uh, beekeepers, like the beekeepers in Africa is well, if in, they're in South Africa, they're still white. Uh, but if they're in Africa, it's like, it's not even beekeeping at that point. It's like the Africans, they just go and find beehives in nature and just rip them open and catch them on fire and steal the honey out of them. Like they don't actually manage hives or, or, you know, they don't have any kind of, uh, domestic, uh, beekeeping, uh, uh programs. And then, you might have, uh, you know, South America is a little different. South America has some beekeeping, but of course, that's where the killer bees came from. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have, uh, but you, you, their methods are just, um, they're, I mean, like anything else, right? It's, it's, it's third world methods. And may, sometimes there's some wisdom in what they're doing, but usually not. White people are the ones that really have been keeping bees the longest. That's why the European bees are so domesticated and uh, they produce so much honey because they've been bred that to do that for thousands of years, you know, like literally thousands of years, Europeans have been uh, harvesting honey for as long as we have written history. In fact, you can look at like really old, like cave paintings in Europe and there's, you know, paintings of people interacting with beehives and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's just always been a part of European culture. And, uh, and, and it's, which I don't understand. It's not that hard. It's really not. I mean, it's, it's been made harder because of globalism, because of the, the mites and the diseases that have spread, uh, as a result of, uh, you know, people moving hives through Asia and, and catching all these dirty, you know, Asian mm-hmm. bee diseases and stuff like that, unironically. Um, and, and so it's been made harder than it ever has been, but, um, it's not that hard. It's, it's, it's a fun, fun thing to do. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it's a cool. It's a cool. Uh, well, hobby is wrong too, but you know what I mean. Like this is cool and cool, a cool activity, yeah. and it's and it's again, it's key. I mean, if you you know, yeah, Europeans are some of the first starting. Yeah, if you have farming, a garden or you know? like a farm or something, and yeah, you don't have to be like a full on beekeeper. If you just put like a couple hives in your backyard, I mean, it's yeah, going to make your garden grow in. better. And- exactly. That's just it. Yeah, no, it's tied to it's it's one uh, you know tied to farming intricately. Uh, without the bees, uh, there is no growth. That's it. You know. Uh, all right, let me do a couple of these here over on Odyssey. Uh, Taya, I think it is, or Taya says, good show. Thank you. Red Wolf 1, thanks, Red Eyes family. Stay safe and warm. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, Pagan Bear, I have to catch the rest in replay. Thanks for the stream, everyone. Hail Red Eyes and hail Devin. Thanks, man. Uh, Atlas Rain Axis says, uh, hey, Henry Kalana. Uh, Joe and Julia are all good to see you guys. Stay, uh, sending strength, love, and some shekels. Need a plan. The uh, 2024 Idaho Summit meets you all. Great to see. Yeah, great to hear Devin as well. Uh, Avid Black Pilled Watcher. Keep up the great work. Uh, good to see you guys. Hope you're doing well. Thank you. Uh, appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, stay in touch. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll definitely do a, a little get together up here again for sure. Yeah. CG says uh, Tim with Balog uh, or Henrik with Stack. Damn. Oh, is there another another show on? Uh, thanks, CG. Well, this one, of course. Henrik and Devin. This is not a hard choice. Um, we have also. Let me see here. I skipped four. Now, here we go. President, uh, no, no, I missed that one. Here we go. Uh, Avatom Kalashnikova. I think I got that right. Uh, I flew a Japanese airline recently. The quality level was obviously better. I'm flying a Taiwanese airline soon. The U.S. is clown show. Thanks for having Devin on. That's right. Yeah, I don't think I've flown those airlines. I heard someone recently, we talked to somebody that said that they were flying Turkish airline. Basically, they've stopped flying American airlines because the services. So it's so weird to me because it was like, you know, I'm from Sweden, I grew up there and stuff like that. And it's much more, you know, 
you know, socialism, and it's a, it's, it's a bit different. The whole ethnic makeup is more your kind of an extended family. It's not really that, like, it's more, you know, for good and for bad. It's more like everyone's equal. No one is kind of really serving on you, you know what I mean? But American right. culture was always this, like, sir, you know, the customer is number one and service and stuff. It was always, like, very high up. And even when I started going over here, I, I, I noticed that difference. But, man, that is just completely declined and gone out the window over the last, I don't know, 10 years, maybe five, 10 years, something like that. I'm sure you've noticed. Well, it and, too, it's, and as these, you know, capitalist boomers have taken over all these industries, it's weird because they're stuck. It's like they, they're simultaneously making all the chairs smaller and cramming as many people exactly. as they can yep. while at the same time giving fat people like <laughs> multiple chairs, like, uh, you know, like what was it? Southwest airlines was like, Oh, you get a free chair if you're fat, you know, Holy like shit. they, they so literally, bizarre. if you, if you go in there and you say, you know, uh, you only have to buy one ticket too. So you can go into Southwest airlines and be like, yeah, you know, the, the, that one seat, it's just not going to cut it. I'm too fat. And if you're it, literally, if you spill over the, the armrest, you get another, they'll kick, they'll, they've done it. They'll kick other people off the flight that, that, that you know, they, they show up, they have their ticket. And then the, because they're seated next to a fat guy, <laughs> They have to. They have to wait for another uh, flight because uh, the fat guy's like, well, you know, I'm spill into the next scene. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, so I'm pretty tall, and I had to fly uh, uh, not that long ago. I, I flew to uh, uh, Europe, and I, you know, like the seat that I got. I mean, I if that person in front of me, I mean, first of all, my knees were just rammed into the yep. back of their seat oh, yeah. anyway. Yep. But if they lean back at all, which they're going to because it's a flight to Europe, so it's like, you know, the 10-hour-plus flight. It's like I was just in excruciating pain basically yep. the entire flight. I uh, know. Yeah, I'm 6'1". I always buy the extra leg wor leg room, you know, if if it's available, if I catch it in time, you know what I mean? But it's like maybe right. my, my brother's six three six four something like that he hates flying <laughs> I can't get it's terrible play. it's horrible especially now with all this shit going on and all the fucking the service all the train i mean it's just a, it's a clown show and then the humiliation ritual of course of just going through security these days too that in yeah, itself which is all which is all theater and, and exactly. they prove it by by uh if you pay a little extra you don't have to go through it <laughs> it's like well then if I was a terrorist, wouldn't I just get fast pass? That's or whatever, just it. You know? Exactly. I know. It's so absurd. And then, of course, in the COVID thing of just like everyone could still, still sit together and take off the mask to eat and all that stuff. And then once you get into the airport, it's all, you know, no, you can't sit on these chairs waiting for the plane next to each other. <laughs> it's, yeah. just a fucking, it's just a theater. It's just a show. Uh, CG here says, remove the warning labels from everything. Soon the problem will solve itself. Well, what do they call Darwin Awards or like, yeah, basically the unintelligent will take themselves out in some capacity uh you're right president obunga good to see you says did you uh guys see the news report about the afd meeting where mass deportations remigration was discussed uh martin Sella posted a video about it on his telegram channel uh as he was there i did not was that recently let me pull that in real quick uh skulls blast for i plan to repatriate germany's immigrants from what is it yesterday yeah yesterday well i mean they're trying to terrorist label uh the afd and basically, like, they're under special intelligence surveillance and shit like that now. Most of the people have been, at some point at least, accosted by the Antifas and the far left in the country and stuff like that. I hope they can do something. But, uh, man, to be honest, they're, 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 I think they're going to crack down on them hardest. They, they went after the uh, this uh, 
uh, well, just like a um, German traditionalist group, a pagan right, uh, group, Art group. Gemeinschaft recently, where they raided them and shit. And uh, they're yeah. like basically just families like dancing around midsummer poles and like uh, observing Germanic traditions and shit. That's how nuts it is in Germany. Who was who that? Wasn't there like some boomer? Uh, they wanted to reinstall like the, you know, some royal bloodline or something like that. And it, it oh, wasn't yeah. even like that yeah. big of a group. It, but they, they raided those guys and threw them in jail. <sighs> My gosh, this is you're going to see much more of this. You know, you have changes in the in the internet law coming in the UK. I had a piece on that. We'll see if we get to that or not. But yeah, it's just my, half my tweets are illegal in Germany. Uh, exactly right. The, I, I know, and uh, that's going to expand. It's going to be the UK now. It's really it's still. I mean, it's desperate moves though, right? As you said, it, if if we if we can utilize this aspect that they're overplaying their hand, they're definitely moving in that direction. It's not like they're slowing down. It's not that they're stopping and thinking, you know what, if we slow down and take, if we boil this frog here a little bit, uh, a little bit less temperature, we might actually pull through. We might actually make this. We might actually gain full control. Now it's so insane. They have so much hubris. It's kind of like, you know, what happened with like Jewish optics overall over the last couple of months, I guess. It's just like all they know how to do is turn up the gain, turn up the volume and just lie even more and be even more extreme to a point where it's so absurd that even like normies are are beginning to see what the hell is going on. Right, right. Well, no, and, and I think I think uh, another aspect of that is uh, people should be planning accordingly. Like they should, it, like if it, because if it's going to create a situation where they overplay their hand and and you know whatever chaos comes out of that. That's one of the reasons why I think it's important that people, uh, if you know, you don't go full on homestead or whatever. Uh, you plan uh, not just like, you know, in terms of like the, the normal prepping type stuff, but you prep your children mentally for this. Uh, you know, you let them know, hey, look, we live in basically a hostile uh, you know, environment. We live in a country that that uh, is is trying, you know, the, the ruling class is, is trying to kill us. Very different upbringing from, the, you know, the upbringing that, that I had and probably that you had that this very patriotic view of the the government and you know like saying the pledge of allegiance and all that stuff and and uh i think that's really hard for a lot of right-wing people to wrap their heads around because they so um you know embrace that patriotism and see it as a as a fundamental part of uh their identity to some extent and i understand that like you know i i like fourth of july parades too and i like fireworks and the flag and all this other stuff and i get it but that it's that's not what it is anymore. No. And uh, you know, you raise your kids to believe that it is. They're just going to end up being these stupid guys that go die for Israel. Yeah. And so I think you need to raise them um, with with an understanding that we are we are a separate group of people that live within a a host country basically at this point. You know. Yeah. And uh, and start creating like a, a, you know have a community of people of like minded people. Uh, you know, uh, that they can interact with and stuff. You don't want them cut off completely or, or whatever, but, no, no. um, and, and you, and you want to keep them aware of what's going on. Um, but you, I think you need to frame it in such a way that when they grow up, they don't have that to overcome. I agree, hundred uh, percent. You got to prep them for for the times that we live in, and even you know, even with the nostalgia and all that stuff, you're not going to be at this state. Things are at. You're not going to bring. You're not going to bring that back. You have to create new you have to create new things that they're attached to, you know what I mean? And and new things that right. they look up to that they will have. And also it's kind of what it is, right? But same thing with our traditions. They could literally have been 
they could have been anything, including the weirdest shit ever, and it would still seem normal to us, right? Because that's all we have experienced. The same thing is with kids. And I'm not saying that you know we need <laughs> weird, weird, uh, you know, heritage or, or association to who we are a culture. But I'm just saying um, we can't be too married of sorts to having things set in a certain way that it's always going to be like this we have to be dynamic and flexible we have to change accordingly uh we have to be ready to basically adapt and adjust to an ever-present changing situation it's just if there's one thing that's certain it's uncertainty that's the that's the time we're in now Kevin. right and i think there's another mistake a lot of people make when they they embrace maybe this message a little bit is they misinterpret it to mean, uh, as you said, like uh, rather than, rather than being adapting adapting to changing times and technologies, they think it means oh it's time to go back to the Stone Age. Right, exactly. Like, that's yeah. not true either no, because no. you know, like uh, I you know, I tell my audience, you need to raise John Connors. You know, John Connor had to had to know how the how Skynet worked and how the Terminator <laughs> worked and all that stuff, right? You know, like he he wasn't just uh, growing potatoes in the backyard because yeah you know, yeah you need to know how to do that too. Uh, but you know, you can't uh, you can't uh, keep the weapons away from you know the weapons that'll be used against your children away from your children or they'll be completely blindsided by it right yeah yeah and it's a weird it's a weird balancing act and I and I understand that and I look uh, it, it's I especially because I grew up in a a somewhat uh, you know in a very religious family that was somewhat not not insulated like the you know Hasidic Jews or like that, but like my family was Mormon, right? So you know we weren't allowed to watch rated R movies and and you know things like that. And when you put uh, uh, you know rules like that on a child, often as with which is what happened to me, the second you're out of the house, yep. you're like I'm going to watch all the rated yeah, R movies it. I can find. That's and yeah, <laughs> I talk. You know what? I talk about it all this time with friends I have. You know, people here and stuff. It's like. You could, uh, you know, arranged marriage. Like, well, what path do we go here to, like, you know, basically mm-hmm. ensure our existence and stuff like that? And it's a, ve- it's very fine. I, st- I still, I still believe that this, like, just uh, unquestioning obedience to something is always a grave and great danger because many times kids will rebel. They might come back later and they might, re- you know, all these things. But I, I frankly think you just you have to treat them like they're part of what you're doing. You have to have, again have to be a dynamic situation where you actually tell your kids, like, hey. This is what we're up against. This is what we're doing. This is why this is happening. This is why this is a good idea. You have to, you know, take them along with you on the journey, not just like obedience because I say so and that's it. Because it's a huge right. danger that they will actually rebel against it. You know what I mean? And and well, as you said, you have to have a little bit of that. You know. Well, and if they don't, and they, they just you know uh, go along with everything you say, you've just created an automaton that'll just as right. easily ag- agree with whatever the something else says. exactly. Yeah. So exactly. That's why you know the system learned to utilize classic like you know teenage rebellion and things like that right there's a there's a natural and actually good aspect in the fact that you rebel or you question something or you try to disassociate yourself from something in order to actually understand it from the outside and then you can return to it right this that's a natural path to that what the system did of course is they weaponized you know uh, innate rebellion that kids go through a certain age to turn them against the parents and then not return back to it you know what i mean so that's what that's uh, part of the problems uh, that, we, that we face but yeah it's, uh, yeah, it's like if you if you watch the you know there's a it's it's kind of funny because it's a wonderful life a lot of people forget there's like a whole first part of that movie that has nothing to do with uh you know christmas really it shows him kind of growing up and there's there's some rebellious you know teenager stuff going on with uh uh you know the main character and his brother and whatever uh but you compare that which was uh you know i think the big rebellion was oh he opened up the 
the uh, the gym floor, and so it, you know, it, and people fell into the swimming pool that was underneath the gym floor. Which, by the way, how that movie was made in the 1940s, we don't even have that kind of cool shit today. <laughs> and so they have this, you know, everyone's falling in the swimming pool during during this part, and that was like the big prank. And then you compare that with like uh, you know American Pie or or you know uh, Super Bad or whatever the you know new ones are now, and it you know it's just, it's just like they did. I mean, starting with the you know Porky's the 1980s, they they changed a rebellion to just be as degenerate as humanly possible. Yeah, and you know just go off the rails, and it worked with Gen X on. You know I I think Gen Z in a weird way, uh, they're becoming um, you know. The, the woke stuff is becoming like a, a replacement religion or whatever. So they're, they're uh, adhering to a different set of rules, but um, you know, for like at least two and a half generations, it was all about get get as completely uh, annihilated as you can have as much, you know, stupid sex as possible. Yeah. So there's the scene where yep. it's like, Oh, that was the big, Oh, ha ha. Oh, look how mad the adults are because <laughs> yeah, Oh, big, he's, he's swimming rebellion. in the water now or, you know, dancing in the water. Yeah, look at that. that. It's opening up the floor out there. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, nineteen forties. That was a real high school. So they shot that. I think in a. I, I forget. I I looked it up once because I did a stream on this movie, but that was that was a high school. You, you pushed a button and the basketball court opened up and you had an Olympic sized pool. And again, nineteen forties. They had this. Nice. And now you know you can't have anything like this anymore. <laughs> no, can't have that. Like they're bringing the migrants. Like a, yeah, like th this is the kind of shit you would have had if we weren't paying for uh, uh, the the cost of diversity. Yep, you know? essentially, exactly. Well, we probably have more only only you'd be doing that now. like in an artificial gravity uh, environment, <laughs> you know, <laughs> rotating the fucking moon or something. <laughs> exactly, that's right. Uh, Michael fifty seven days says, uh, "Hail Henrik and Lana, hail our gods and our folk, hail Devin." What a power combo today. Loved you all. Thank you, uh, Michael. Appreciate that. Uh, Corner Space Alien again says here, uh, CSA has an update while he, and it just refreshed on me, here we go, uh, while he no longer is upset, well that's good, he's still concerned. Also, Devon's Space Station Lady Freak video is excellent regarding women and machinery. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. There uh, was, uh, NASA did a diversity hire, they sent a woman up to the uh, ISS and uh, she started going crazy and drilling holes in the wall oh, of that, the space oh, station. Yeah, that's right. I remember and, that. And ruining all the toilets. And like the Russians had to like force force her out of their side of the ISS <laughs> because she was. They were afraid she was going to you know kill them all. <laughs> it was just like this nightmare scenario. Oh my gosh! Yeah, th I remember that. And it was like some dispute, like boyfriend dispute or some shit, wasn't it? Well, no, it, she was a lesbian. Oh, okay. So uh, <laughs> she uh, <laughs> she was a. She was a, a, a lesbian of color, um, but yeah, she broke up with her lesbian lover at some point, and so uh, it, who was back on Earth, I guess, and then like that led to her part of why she wanted to go back home, and uh, yeah, it was just fucking nuts. And there's even video of her like just she has like the toolbox. She's you know on, she's doing the spacewalk because that's like the big thing they want, right? Mm -hmm. NASA's like, oh, do the spacewalk so people can see the girls can do space too and uh so they're having her go fix them like just something that really probably doesn't have to get fixed and uh she loses the entire you know it, you know that toolboxes and all those tools are now like you know orbiting space the earth space junk yeah it's gonna <laughs> Take, hit an engine taking soon out our satellites yeah. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's gonna ruin everything <laughs> holy shit uh glenn the good to see you man so that's uh, have you seen the ai 
that Gab has been developing. Could this be developing to an AI arms race? Uh, I have seen a little bit. I haven't tried it out yet. But, well, the problem with that, though, as usual, is... Uh, uh, which is great. It's great to have options. And uh, again, if you can, I, I know there's some, was this like Saudi Arabia? I have the window open on my browser forever. I haven't looked into it, but like they offered their obsidian, uh, obsidian.md or something like that, the, the website. You can like take AI models and you can basically, you know, tweak them. Or again, if they're supposedly, if they have restrictions on them, you can unlock that and stuff like that. The problem though, you can have a million different AI models out there or generative AI, or all that kind of stuff. But those are not the ones that are like in the future or maybe soon going to act as some kind of impartial uh, judge in legal or or, or law uh, you know law situations where basically it's going to be uh, an object you know a, the perfect objective observer or it's going to pass down judgment on people and shit like that. That's going to be the cucked anti-white uh, shitlib AI essentially that's doing that. That's what the that's who they're going to give the power, if you will, to do those kinds of things. So we can I mean Devin, we can have however many AIs we, you know, we want, essentially, but if it's not the one that's, like, running shit, does, will it really matter? I'm not sure it will. But it, we can play with it, and it's fun. We can have you know, generative AI models and, and create images and videos and shit like that, but, like, it's not going to be in some important decision-making role. That's my point. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just going to become, like, another tool uh, that that we have. You know, like, so, for example, uh, you know, you and I, we're, we're broadcasting video to a, a fairly large audience, and it's because we're utilizing the tools available to us, you know, the Internet and OBS and all these other things, right? And uh, I think AI uh, will, it, but you know, as much as we're doing, doing that and, and, you know, you, you do a great job with the production design and everything else, um, you know, it's not the same as having access to MSNBC satellites and, you know, and, and, or having CNN's forced, uh, uh, monitors that are put in all the airports around the world and, and, uh, you know, getting, uh, you know, uh, um, big, uh, uh, weapons companies and Pfizer handing you hundreds of millions of dollars exactly. to, uh, yep. uh, you know, to promote your stuff. So it'll be a different ball game, you know, like they'll have like these AIs that run everything and you'll need, you know, just like in, you know, just like in Terminator, right? Like with they capture, uh, you know, in Terminator 2, they capture Arnold and they have to use the older model <laughs> and, and try to reprogram him and repurpose it to fight the newer model. It'll be, the, it's kind of the same thing. It's right. Like we'll, we'll always be a little bit behind because, you know, Gab is, is probably limited to using whatever open source AI is available and they're never going to have the the uh, budget that Google has. So they're not going to have like a neural network that's nearly as impressive as whatever, you know, server farm that Google's using or any of these other companies are using. So they're going to be limited by, you know, that. They're going to be limited by, uh, you know, what's available code-wise. They're going to be limited by uh, the data that they're able to even feed into the AI. So like a lot of these companies with these AIs, they've been hiring for years now. It's been going on a long time. Uh, warehouses full of third worlders somewhere uh, that, you know, will, will show the AI a picture of a horse, right? And tell the AI, that's a horse, you know? And they've been doing this for years and years and years and years and years. And that is uh, a big part of what allows the AI to be as impressive as it is. It's access to this uh, huge data set. And, you know, Gab will certainly not be able to afford to do something like that. So it... But you'll, you know, it's good to be involved in that. It, just in the same way, it's good to have, um, you know, these alternative platforms that we're on, you know, like Odyssey instead of YouTube and and stuff like that, right? 
but it'll never, you're always gonna be a little bit behind, you know, and, uh, but that's fine. In the case of like, you know, the Odyssey and YouTube stuff, I think it makes us more nimble and it, it makes us, uh, able to, uh, it, it also, it's a selection pressure, right? Like yeah. if uh, yeah. a content creator can survive on YouTube, that's not really saying much, but if you can survive on a, uh, another platform that, you, you know, you have to get people to even just go to cause they've never heard of, and maybe they have to install some weird app and you know, whatever, uh, you know, that's, that's really going to separate, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the, the weaker links, you know, the, the, the people that won't necessarily be able to survive that environment are going to get weeded out. And so I think that right. in a way it's, it's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think you're right on, on that, uh, too. And I think it's, it's also not going to last forever. It's kind of beginning to break up a little bit, right? There are other options and it's doing fairly well. And, you know, if we can survive, <laughs> continue to survive for, a few more years it's not gonna be i mean again look x is doing fairly well and you can upload videos there now and shit like that so it's like you know it, it's not that just it's youtube or nothing which is actually was the case it felt like yeah. for a little bit you know what i mean we just like clung on on bit shoot essentially but now there's uh plenty more options i'm 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 positive about that too and again that that information embargo and the fact that they're cracking down so hard it's just like has actually led to more options and breaking up that monopoly so that's i guess that's one good thing with it well it, 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 like i said it, it also makes the the content creators uh better because yeah yeah you're gonna get all these people that maybe they did it because it was easy and uh you know it was it was cool to talk about trump right so you could make a channel that talked about trump and get thirty thousand views every video and uh you know that that was your advertising revenue and and you didn't really have to add much to the conversation uh and that's not the case anymore you know like so um now it's gonna it's gonna take away some good people too, unfortunately, but that's the same way. If you were to get like a handful of seeds and throw them into a field, uh, and then not really, uh, tend to them, you just let whatever happened, happened, right. You're going to have some seeds that under be slightly better conditions would have flourished and, and grown into, you know, these really good producing plants that because there happened to be one extra day of drought or whatever, they died. Didn't make it. Yep. Yeah. And, and you're going to have stuff like that. But, um, so yeah, you are going to miss out on maybe some of the good stuff, but, all the uh, all the uh, the seeds that would require constant you know attention, you'd have to always be watering them. Those are going to die immediately, and, and you're going to be left with uh, uh, you know a selection event basically is going to take place, and you're going to have uh, uh, um, higher quality arguments, you know, high, more, higher quality, um, uh, which by the way makes it because the other side's not subjected to these same exactly. conditions. Yep, that's right. right. Yep. It makes them uh, weaker that's while right. simultaneously making us stronger. I was going to say, selection pressure is our friend. That's how it works in nature. And in fact, it's, uh, it makes everybody stronger. Now, now there's, we're in this like, no, everybody needs to make it. You know, everybody's a, everybody is yeah. a winner. <laughs> everybody gets a trophy. <laughs> Fuck that shit. No, that's not what it is. Um, ver, Veris Lesby. Uh, ver, Veris Pellis, I think it is. I don't know why it's so hard to pronounce me. Devin, what do you think of the new uh, quantum computer that can do infinite numbers between one and zero? I've heard of a bunch of different ones they have out there, but I'm, I'm not sure which one this one is. You know, I've, I've heard of different projects that like uh, Google and stuff, they're all working on them, but they have, they've yet to demonstrate a actual use case for it. You know, like, uh, I mean, I understand vaguely like, you know, what they want to do with it. Uh, but I've yet to see them set, you know, do any kind of demonstration where they're like, oh, look what it can do now, you know, other than just like it can do this one equation really fast. And it's like, <laughs> OK, well, 
code is a lot more than just one equation. You know, it's like lots of equations. And and who's going to be writing the language that is easy for? Well, maybe AI, right? I guess that the easy to you know write software for because that's going to be tough too. Is yeah. Once you have a quantum computer, you're going to have to write like a quantum operating system. And, and, yeah. <laughs> I can't. Even maybe imagine. AI will do that. Probably AI will do that actually. Because it's like it's everything at once, right? And so it's like okay, I I, I don't claim to understand any of that stuff. But yeah, China was working on one, I think, for a while. And they're like, we've developed the fastest one. And then, you know, new investments in that shit all the time. But yeah, all these things are, are um, uh, you know, things that are emerging technologies. And at some point, they're going to probably unlock, you know, the, the full um, potential of those types of technologies. And we'll see what happens there. Same, th yeah, same thing with AI. They'll hack the, the Bitcoin blockchain one day. Exactly. That's just saying, what was it, 254 it, it encryption? Yeah, exactly. I know. Shit. Uh, BMC, 1488, says, Hail Red Ice and Black Pilled Hail or Folk. Hail Victory. Thank you. Appreciate that. We have uh, Goy Boy, 1418. Uh, 1488 says as well, can you teach Devin how to pronounce the Spartan name Leonidas, please? What, have you? are you tripping on Leonidas? Uh, I think he's talking about, yeah, like last stream, there was a guy that had the name, uh, they, he spelled it leet, like, uh, you know, you know, old school ner nerd, uh, leet speak thir or 1337. And then uh, Onitis at the end, so it was like leet Onitis. And so I was like trying to figure out what the fuck that was, what that meant. Sometimes I hate these names. It's like, wait a minute, uh, what am I seeing here? But, uh, it's like some right. weird inside joke that like no one knows, but But you must made know it. it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we sorted out Leonidas. I think he can do that. Thank you, uh, Goy Boy. Uh, big donor here from uh, Penelope Maynard 7. Thank you so much for that. Really appreciate it. It says, uh, thanks, Henrik and Lana for having Devin on your show. Of course, it's great to have him back. Uh, best Penelope. Thank you so much. That's very kind of you. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, awesome stuff. That uh, Yeah, Penelope's awesome. Cool stuff. Awesome. Uh, oh, it's a, it's a um, uh, viewer you're familiar with on your oh, yeah. stream. Yeah. She's she's a, a big contributor to the the insomnia stream awesome thank you Good. glad to hear it. thank you so much again appreciate that uh apoc eight three eight one three rather says just got home from work did y'all see gavin M i saw this quickly here uh did you see gavin mckinnis got red pilled on the jq live on air when his jew debate partner chose muzzies over catholics yeah what's the same again adam king uh was was i guess cornered on like well who would you rather get rid of uh, catholics or, or muslims and he said catholics did you see it yep yeah, I saw that, but I I don't I think people are being too optimistic if they think about Gavin, Gavin yeah. McGinnis. No, it, it was just that one know. one Jew who's not yeah, really a Jew. That, he's a he's right. a gino. He's a he'll, Jew yeah, name he'll only. Just, he'll just lump <laughs> that guy in with the ginos, you exactly. know. And and so because of his little stupid it's it's so when I was watching that, the infuriating thing about that is he's simultaneously saying, Look, this little stupid graph behind me explains Jews, but also you don't understand nuance. And it's like <laughs> So this little cartoon behind you is the, the 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 nuanced, complicated way of looking at Jews, and and uh, not not the fact that um, at the end of the day, you know they 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 do have a a group loyalty, and it can be demonstrated. Every the bottom line that people need to understand is, and I don't know this for a fact. I know someone asked him, but I couldn't. I don't remember if he'd actually uh, satisfactorily answer answer the question. I would suspect that, uh, you know, censored.tv didn't come out of nowhere or uncensored.tv or whatever his website is. Uh, the, the, someone had to fund that. And I suspect a, a, a good chunk of that, if not the majority of it, came from uh, someone who was Jewish. Probably. And uh, when that happens, which is often the case with right wing uh, media, uh, you, um, you, you know, that's, that's, you, you have a boss now. 
you know? Yep. And so your boss is Jewish and, and he's listening to what you're saying. <laughs> you're not going to talk shit about your boss. Well, this, remember Alex brought that a number of times. Like, I, I know a number of great, I, I don't know if, you, I, maybe he said Israeli or, I forget which one it was, Israeli or Jewish, but he's talked about how his uh, uh, band dot video had been built by some Israeli or something like that. And, there, yeah. and thereby he kind of felt like beholden to just be nice to them as an entire group. And he can never, I don't know. I mean, there's more to it than that, but I'm saying that's one of those things no, that was brought out. I promise you. Know? you especially with Infowars financial problems, I promise you there's a lot of Jewish ownership there now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, and that's, you know, that, that people just need to realize that, that, you know, re, even, even if he, if, you know, Gavin and, 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 uh, and Alex, you know, they don't, they don't consciously think about it. I think they have to, but even if they didn't, uh, you're always going to have your Jewish boss in the room, in the corner. You know, the guy that can make your whole career just disappear overnight is always sitting in the corner listening to what you're saying. And that's going to have an effect on you. It certainly is. Yeah, that's uh, it's not good at all. Oh, man. Yeah, they got a break. <laughs> they got a break free from that. They, I mean, they knew Alex, knew, he talked about some of the stuff and Paul Joseph Watson did it too, right? They knew shit and then all of a sudden they just drop it like a hot potato and they don't touch it again. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, I say this though, a lot of, um, it's been a revealing uh, last few months here, and a lot of things have happened in terms of the rhetoric, and um, the lines have been drawn even more clearly now in terms of you know what side you're on, and some of them have really been exposed as as clowns and buffoons, which is good, I guess. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, I, I suspect that's going to continue. Uh, and and the, I, yeah, go ahead. Well, I, th I think so too. The only thing that makes me, you know, not as as optimistic is uh i'm not saying as you but as as i could be is uh for example uh you know elon uh you know he, he interacts with a lot of this uh stuff now and uh but if you'll notice almost every one of the accounts he interacts with are, are run by jews yeah like and almost all and wall street silver and yeah there's yeah. a number of them yeah whether exactly. it's what or, yep. or even if, if, if it's a lefty right like the krasenstein oh, brothers yeah. or whatever right you know. yeah it's no matter who he interacts with on these topics, it's almost like he feels like they have to be Jewish. Now, of course, there's a couple of exceptions. You know, he's interacted with Keith Woods and some, you know, stuff like that. But I mean, it, it's still like obvious to me that the Jews have uh, the lion's share of the influence in, uh, in America. Yes, exactly. 100%. All right, we'll do a couple more here, then we'll uh, let you go. Thank you, Devin, for uh, your time here today. It's been great having you. Optics Prime says, uh, have you seen the German farmers protest going on this week? Yes, I have. A lot of the, uh, a lot like the Dutch protest. I did have some footage, in fact, that we can run. Yeah, I saw it. I, mean, I think it's just mainly about like the, the insane kind of energy situation. I know they're trying to uh, decommission farms and shit over there. Uh, it, it, I'll say this, though, real quick here. I am surprised that they're playing with these forces and the most kind of fundamental aspects. Like before, it's always been like, let's just ensure at least that we have bread and circuses, like while we poke at them or change their societies or something like that. The difference now is now they're beginning to like, you know, they maybe the circus is still there to a certain extent, but they're playing, they're toying around with the bread, with the food, and you could have a revolt real damn quickly on your hands, right? If you like, there's no energy left in, or energy left sounds dumb, but like uh, the crisis because of the uh, Nord Stream and decommissioning of power plants and shit like that in Europe. Like if you have that uh, to deal with all of a sudden and, and people can't heat their homes, that's going to change the dynamic goddamn quickly. Devin. I, I'm not sure they know what they're doing here, what they're playing with. 
Yeah, well, like I said, that's that's really for us. I think that's a positive. You know, you want them to get in a situation because ultimately, I the way I view uh, when when revolutions take place, uh, I think the the key ingredient, or, or or rather the 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 precursor to all of these, is the ruling classes uh, loses the ability to keep everyone uh, satisfied with how things are, and uh, and that's 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 probably the most dangerous position they can be put in is people are dissatisfied with their performance because the only reason why they're in a position of power is everyone you know whether they consciously think about it or not uh they agree that those people are in power you know like like biden doesn't have a magical amulet that he wears that keeps him president you know he's only president because all the people in the white house around him have agreed that he's president even uh you know right-wing pundits uh, <laughs> will have agreed that he's president um and the moment that people stop uh, agreeing that he's, you know, just like with uh, Bitcoin, like the second people stop agreeing that it's worth a certain amount, it's it's worthless. And that's how their power works, too. And so I think if they create a situation where, you know, like the people don't have uh, the, the, the bare minimum, you know, like the food that they need, the heating that they need, uh, it opens up the door not to like a peasant revolt necessarily, but for another uh, power group to step in and say, like, well, we could do it, you know, like if, we'll keep if, you safe. Yeah, we'll keep you warm and we'll yeah. get you food. You know, you, you just, you know, and they'll lean on into the failures of this of the, the existing power group. Um, and that's I think what will happen is if we can if you know, if we can be so lucky. Yeah, Here, it'll, it, we have these pods for you, you can go into uh, in the underground. <laughs> You'll be safe and warm there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get you. I, exactly. No, I get your point. It, it, it's true. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weeding out process there too, right? That you will have an instant um, uh, separation of, of, of compliance versus like questioning and, and being suspicious about this and wanting to go your own way and do something. But again, that's why it goes back to what we talked about before, that that's why it's so essential to have people in place ultimate more than you could be super prepared you can have a the most luxurious doomsday bunker in the world right but you if you don't have like-minded people that you can rely on and you can help each other out and you can have special specialization to a certain extent still going uh, you're not going to survive with your you know one man banjo uh, crew you know what i mean like you have to yeah. you have to have a network of people you have to have a community i mean that's the that's what we'll unless you have zuckerberg's like hollowed out volcano that he's got <laughs> Even then, that? I, no, I, I'm not surprised. I've talked about the doomsday bunkers that they're building, but I haven't seen that one. Yeah, yeah. His, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if it's really a volcano. I mean, I guess it is. It's Hawaii, but like, uh, they they did this thing on his um, uh, doomsday bunker, and it's it's like you know, it, well, it's like what you would expect it to be. It's it's Mark Zuckerberg's doomsday. The fact that, that they're making these things and they're spending these millions and millions of dollars. I mean, that tells you. I mean, they have they have access to information that we don't. You know, exactly. They're able to see trends before we do because they have real time. You know, just imagine the the, the data that the CEO of, of Facebook has access to, right? Yeah, uh, the real time trends that he's able to pick up on before anyone else. Yeah, Google uh, just released a, a, a notification about a, a sense a sensitive event, which they said might be coming in 2024. And again, they're running supercomputer models and shit like that. Like they can, see, you know, I mean, predictor factors, and at least as long as they input the right stuff, uh, it would reasonably be able to predict. But it's a, if it's enough uncertainty moving forward, 
that's something that they would react to. And this was, again, to address their advertisers, right? So it's their monetary streams or their concern on that level that we might change certain variables if there's like a social upheaval or a, a natural disaster. There's a number of things that they rattle off there, but I, I believe you're, you're right. They have they have insight into things that normal people don't have, obviously, you know. And disease X. That's it. N another thing coming, right? Yep. They know it. Uh, all right, here's the Hawaii compound here. I got to check this out later. I didn't see it yet. All right, a couple of more here, and we're going to let you go. Dog Whistler says, uh, talking about uh, our military, these drones attacking these ships in the Red Sea cost the Iranians $3,000 each, and the missiles we used to shoot them down cost uh, $17 million each per rocket. So who's winning? Eventually, our military will bankrupt us. Now, that's true, and it's a changing dynamic situation, but, like, you can have... $200 drones delivering munitions on a on a $10 million tank that actually successfully destroys it. But eventually, that same military will have their own swarms of drones that are 10 times better than the shitty drones that, you know, Iran built or whatever. But, but for right now, there's kind of a discrepancy or like an imbalance, I guess, to a certain extent, where you can actually destabilize the global, you know, shipping uh, industry, essentially, and, and thereby, of course, driving up prices and shit by this small ragtag team of Houthi rebels in Yemen, uh, which is one of the reasons why, what, the U.S. and the U.K. have been striking them over the last couple of days here, I think, as well. So now, now the war on the horizon, I guess, against Yemen, Devin, huh? Good stuff. Yeah, it's a, it's an es escalation that is, uh, it's disconcerting, but also, like I said, like, it, it it's weakening the empire. You know, the, 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 the more... It's like, uh, you know, butter being spread over too much bread, you know, it's, so it's not necessarily a bad thing. Too many conflicts that can't keep it together. Exactly. Uh, Dog Whistler says, did an experiment. I asked AI to write a perfect super chat for you, Henrik Pungen, as a, and this was a, is this a, actually the real reply here? Quote, as a chatbot, I am programmed to follow safety guidelines. One of these will... One of these will not let me create content directed towards controversials and influential individuals regarding topics including religion, race, politics, or gender. AI knows about you, really. Okay, yeah, I saw someone else. What was it that were searching for themselves? And they, it, it was something, well, what the fuck was it? Like, we, it, it, the person needs to be killed or some weird shit like that. Oh, that wow. they said, yeah, there was some weird shit. I forget who did it. It was, it was well, Chad GPT knows who I am and it and they, and it hates me, but it doesn't think I have to be killed. I don't think. <laughs> there you go. Interesting. Uh, dog wizard again is the same experience. If I asked to generate a question, uh, I can ask Biden at one of his campaign events, Mr. President, what are your plans to help address unfair income inequality? So they can create a question for Biden, but Henry Pongman forbidden. Interesting. Okay, I got to check that out. I assume it's chat GPG. Was that what you said? Or I wonder which AI it is. Uh, thank you, Dog Whistler. That was interesting. Uh, Losh Augebeck with an A says, VR is not that different from spending all day on social media. I I've, I've could have been watching this stream on a VR headset and have the screen displayed inside VR. VR is just the next technological step. Uh, if people 20 years ago heard about the amount of screen time people have today, they would shudder. Uh, well, I mean, you're right. I mean, and th that's why it's a problem, right? I mean, kids' brains develop differently. The synaptic... Uh, pathways are all basically screwed up they get emo emotional issues they don't learn about 3d spatial awareness as well they just are familiar with this 2d kind of flat surface i guess the, the difference is if you have generative content or things that are like designed for you or it's like beyond just a movie or whatever if you can put on a vr headset and be totally immersed and alive and walking around in this space or whatever it's going to be much more harder i think for your brain to well for one distinguish what what's real and what's not but it'll probably even make you more addicted, I would assume, you know? 
Right. Well, and especially if it, if it starts from day one, you know, it's it's already kids prefer uh, video games over reality. So uh, if video game is is, you know, releasing ten, like, th I mean, people used to re prefer Pong over reality. You know, And, and so if you, you uh, look at the I mean, I, I can tell you when I first started playing video games, you know, they were very rudimentary compared to what I, you know, the last video game I, I ended up playing. Uh, I was really into first person shooters and I spent. Uh, you know, more waking hours in these virtual worlds than I did in reality for, you know, months at a time with friends, you know, online and, you know, you know, the friends I, I, I uh, knew in real life, but hung out with more in on the internet than I did in real life. I know it's creepy. Yeah. You know, like a headset on. Yep. So I think that, yeah, people will, will be cozy right up to that technology. They'll think it's awesome. They'll re they'll release it like at a, you know, one of these gaming conventions and videos new, you know, a brain chip, you know, or AMD's new brain, and people will be excited. They'll wait in line to get the fucking brain chip. Yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll, people want it. They'll, they'll, they definitely want it. Oh yeah, yeah. Neuralink are doing uh, trials. I think this beginning this year now um, for one, and there's other companies doing it too. But yeah, you know, that's one of the reasons why I just what the hell is Musk doing? Do you see <laughs> Apple's uh, like ski goggle thing that they're releasing is this from a while ago or recent just recent now no i think it's i think it's just recently they, oh, they no. uh like a couple days ago it looks like um it just looks like a, a giant I and mean, it looks like a giant headset no one's gonna buy uh but that's coming out pretty soon what was it called ski something you said no it just looks like it looks like a ski it looks like oh, ski the goggles. goggles oh okay i see what you're saying but it's like uh the picture that they use it's like some black chick with an afro wearing uh you know ski goggles apple um, vision pro is that the that oh yeah, I've seen. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen of this one. Here we go. There we go. There we yeah. go. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. Well, you know, they can go ahead. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop you from using it. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> is that out now? Is it actually out? Uh, I'm not sure. Can you buy it on the site? Uh, Vision Pro. Take a closer look. Probably not yet, but it's coming. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I played a video of this. This is from a. I think it was a few months back. They had some other promo video. Maybe they've up, you know updated those now. But yeah, I've seen it. This is creepy shit. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, that's what they want. They, they, they've been, they've been pushing it in that direction. I mean, the bottom line is, and I've always maintained this, no one's going to wear a goofy fucking headset. Look everywhere. at that. How silly that looks. Yeah. No one's going to do that. And so until they can eliminate the headset and that's what they're working on. Yep. Brain chip. Uh, it won't really happen. It, it'll, it'll be like the metaverse. Like the metaverse was, you know, it's, it's, it's it was over. The biggest mistake. Bankrupt. Like, uh, yep. yeah. That, that Facebook ever made. And I could have told them when they started out, it's like, you know, it, it, you're, you're basically just making second life, you know, ever someone's already done this. It's, yeah. And, um, and, and it'll keep failing until it's, you're not wearing a big stupid headset. Yep. And that's but, why the once, brain chip. Yeah. Once, once they have a chip that can interact directly with your optic nerve or well, something like that. You know what? And uh, it escaped me at the point when you mentioned it, but over two years ago, I covered, and I think one of the companies where he's an Israeli company, but they don't even need to put something, as you said, with the MRI, MRI scans, right? You, they actually remotely tap into the uh, neurocortex, the, your, your, your brainstem, essentially, and, and other parts of your brain, and they are now decoding what the synaptic flow then, I guess, the language, essentially, of your brain remotely. They don't even actually need right. a physical interface with it. And that's a... Because there's still that line, like, oh, you, we have to drill in your, well, like, we actually have to open your right. skull, like it's they do with the Neuralink. It's too invasive. There's not going to be that. It's going to be uh, re remotely, essentially, wireless, I guess that's a better term, right? It's going to be a wireless connection, and that's coming soon, I think. Like you sit in a pod or something. 
Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you need something, I guess, close to. But, I mean, as long as it can read you or have some kind of way of, of, of interacting with right. that or tapping into that, you know. Wow. All right. Okay. Um, waiting for a new book from – this is Cockfree Sonar again. Uh, waiting for a new book from uh, Devin, How to Race a John Connor. Uh, good title, maybe, yeah. That's not a bad, yeah. bad book. That's, that's, that's a good idea, actually. Uh, MT Nat. 1488 says, hey, Devin, what do you think? Uh, do you think their plan is for all these? What do you think their plan is? I'm butchering this here. Uh, is for all these Mexicans. Are they going to get them to join the military by dangling amnesty in front of them? Oh, you mean the, the illegal ones? Well, is it, isn't it primarily like sub-Saharan African that's coming in over the border right now illegally? That's what I thought. I saw. Um, no, I mean th those those videos are being highlighted, but I mean, the, the, I mean the the massive flood. I mean, it's everybody. I mean, it's Asians from China, from you know wherever. I mean, it's you know there was that video of those Egyptians. I mean, it's Africans. You know, uh, you know West Africans, um, but it's also still like a bunch of these, um, you know, like Central Americans and uh, uh, you know like the Hondurans and. And the the very low quality people. I mean, quite frankly, the the low IQ. We're talking, you know, between sixty and seventy IQ people. And uh, I think that they they want them a because, I mean, look if you want to, if you want to look at it in short term political terms. I mean, there was that woman that you know that slipped up and actually said it, where if they're uh, populate even if even if they followed the rules right somehow and didn't have these people voting which they're going to but even if they they followed the rules and have these people uh not voting um these people will increase the populations of the 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 areas that take them in therefore increasing their representation in washington because that's what's based on it's not based on how many citizens live in your state it's just based on how many people live in your state and so you can have a, a state that, you know, is like 50 percent illegals and it's going to double your uh, representation in Washington. So there's a little bit of that going on, uh, but also, of course, they're going to vote. Uh, but moreover, because I just think elections are pretty much all rigged at this point anyway, uh, you're going to have uh, these people there to push the button and pull the lever and do the things that the robots will be doing soon. You know, like there'll be the, the air traffic controller lady that has to Google it or, you know, whatever. Like they're, they're going to be those people. And while they get rid of you, because when it's time to actually just finally get rid of everybody because they have the robots, who do, I mean, who's going to be easier to get rid of? Right. Yeah. Some Guatemalan or, uh, you know, the, the guy that they now very much want on the front lines, uh, you know, in, in the Marines, you know, that they, they, they do not. I mean, you're the you're the competitor. I mean, do you think a a uh, Ashkenazi Jew feels as though a any Honduran uh, can compete with them, you know, on any level, you know, or who who's that who's that guy really worried about, you know, who 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 does that guy actually see as a competitor, as an opponent? Well, that's who he's going to get rid of first, you know, and then the rest of it will just be kind of academic. It'll be easy to get rid of these people. Indeed. Uh, MT Nat1488 again says, Juice are really going after Bundy. Uh, the Bundy's hard. Also, did you know that the guy who was in the passenger seat that was arrested before Lavoy Finicum was shot uh, is a hardcore Chabad Jew? Check his Facebook. Oh, really? Is that true? I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't keep up the latest with the Bundys there. I th I, you had a post about it, right? You mentioned it earlier. Um, they were, uh, what was it? He said they were trying to bankrupt him, and you said something like that. He said, they're going to buy Christmas uh, presents for. Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, this actor, he, na he named him. He's like, yeah, you know, Chris Roth 
and uh, you know this other uh, like the, yeah, the Steinfeld was Bird also something, a, yeah. yeah. And and I'm like, dude. But anyway, that yeah, the short version is you know, a friend of theirs uh, brought a baby in, be, you know, to the hospital because it was it was throwing up and it was dehydrated or something, and uh, some blue haired feminist probably who knows decided that uh, especially you know I, I don't i mean you live out that uh, those ways but i i would imagine that people are aware of who the bundies are and there's a certain amount of animus towards them from certain groups and so i don't know if their association was what did it but uh regardless the the nurse or whoever was uh, in charge of the situation there decided to take their baby away because clearly it was being neglected or something and um uh, there was a, a, uh, uh, legal battle as a result. And, uh, they, they were, the hospital decided to, I guess, sue Ammon Bundy for defamation, kind of like an Alex Jones kind of a thing mm-hmm. where you had the, right. the Sandy Hook people, Yep. which by the way, I think that's what they're going to be doing to get rid of people. Like even like people like you and me, they're going to sue. Uh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. They're going to try yep. to sue you for like, yep. you know, billions of dollars and then, you know, whatever. Um, and then, oh but so he decided, I think this was maybe dumb, but like, I get it. Uh, I think he decided just not even to show up to court. And, uh, uh, so they got a default judgment for something crazy, like millions of dollars and, uh, started taking money out of his bank account. There you go. Um, yep. and, uh, now he's on the run. Like, I, I think he's left the state because he can be arrested now. I think he's probably got a warrant or whatever. Jeez. Um, and he's, and he's mad cause you know, he's like, well, we got to stand up. We got to actually, you know, fight these people. Um, and it's like, well, you're, you're not even able to identify who the people that you need to fight are yet. And you're still refusing to uh, be explicitly racial, which at this point would be a benefit to you, you know, because you'd have a lot of people all of a sudden interested in, in standing up for you and fighting for you mm-hmm. uh, if you were willing to uh drop this whole sivnet stuff because it's just it's too ambiguous otherwise you know it's It's just like oh the baddies you know i need the goodies to help me fight the baddies well i mean what does that even mean you know the leftists that's all it is right uh all right uh jay ray 1981 says you guys are top of your minds thanks thank you appreciate that thanks for the dono and one last year from wise wildfire said what does the u.s constitutional bill of rights mean to you DeSantis, if he failed the first amendment trump failed the second amendment biden falls fails all the amendments uh all american peasant slaves should vote accordingly for the greater good comrade republicans are simply democrats in disguise well yeah absolutely uh, it's all bullshit at this point. Uh, Wise Wildfire, good to see you, man. It was a while ago. All right, I think we're caught up. Hey, let's uh, plug some of Devin's stuff here at the end. we got to let you go. I appreciate your time today. But uh, Odyssey for now is, seems to be holding. I'm not. It's a very uncertain future. I know you're doing that, but you also have a rumble, I guess, as a backup to that. Is that some of the primary sources to send people? Yeah, so uh, as you said, you know, hopefully so far so good with Odyssey. We'll see what happens because my understanding is that they have changed hands. Uh, so for all we know, we'll wake up tomorrow and they're, you know, it'll just be gone or something. Um, but I, I've yet to hear anything, uh, in either direction as to where that's going to go. I know, which is uh, kind of odd, isn't it? Like, couldn't they just tweet something out about it or something from their, some, some of their accounts to say, what's yeah, going it'd be on? nice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Cause <laughs> it'd be we, nice we, to know. We got a, well, we got like a, a DDoS attack the other day and I thought, oh, well, that's it. It's shut down, you know, kind of thing. And then it's like, oh, no, it's just a DDoS attack. Okay, they're back up and running. Okay, well, what's what's the future here? But anyway, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, so in, in the meantime, I'm, I'm simulcasting on Rumble. Um, and 
yeah, should should Odyssey disappear, I'll, I'll just go on Rumble. But the uh, uh, and, and of course the the Telegram channel um, there, I, I'll post the uh, yeah if something were to happen. But um, yeah, we'll just chase. Pro- you know, we've already played this game before. You know, we went to yeah. D Live and Trobo and then Odyssey and you know Bitshoot, of course, for the replays. I mean, they've been promising streaming for like five years. I don't think it's ever going to happen, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, you know, I mean, Gab would be nice too if they had some kind of way of because uh, you know I trust Torba to do you know to do it right if if he were to get that going. I I don't know if that's too much work. I mean, that's a lot of server. <sighs> Yeah, overhead. they had the t- tv.gab.com, but they dif- they uh, did away with that. I guess, it was, again, it was just super costly for them. For a while, they were looking at live streaming, but it's just, I don't know. Right. Man, something has to happen with the data transfer stuff. I don't know why it's so expensive still. You know what I mean? Right. It's just bizarre to me. But anyway, eventually, I mean, if you get fast enough connection speeds between people, you could just, you know, serve it from home, essentially. But I don't know. Yeah. For now. Do you like the decentralized stuff? Yeah. You know, that's that's always that's been a pipe dream for a long time. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Eventually, it'll, it'll <laughs> it's work. Not coming. Come on, damn it. All right. Anyway, so we got uh, rumble.com forward slash user forward slash black pilled. Uh, so, so that's a good backup. Uh, if you want to follow him on Telegram, of course, it's t.me forward slash Devin Stack uh, and Odyssey. Uh, is simply odyssey.com forward slash at blackpilled. Did you have didn't you have blackpilled.blacknet or or dot com for a while? Or uh, is it still up? Yeah, I still have dot com, but it's just I haven't updated it. And okay. I, I, in fact, I don't think it's even hosted right now because I I uh, it got like uh, hacked and I didn't have time to like try to unhack it, so I just took it down because all I was doing was just posting links to my videos anyway. Yeah, gotcha. so just okay. Like, you know. Yep. All right. Well, Devin, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate your time. We went over time a little bit, but it's always great uh, hearing your voice. Always great talking to you. Keep up the good work, and uh, hopefully we can have you back again here in the future at some point. Absolutely. Thanks for uh, having me on. You bet. You bet. Stay safe. Keep fighting, man. Thank you. All right. All right. Guys, I'm going to do a couple of plugs here before we let you go. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you to all the support out there. We appreciate all you guys. Uh, if you do want to get a membership, you can do that at RedEyesMembers.com. You see it up on screen right there. Uh, you can get it at Odyssey or Subscribestar or RedEyesTV.Locals.com. I think I was looking at the tiers there. It was like 20, was it 25 you need, I think, or something like that. Or maybe it was, maybe it was 50. Maybe It was probably 50, actually, come to think of it. Uh, but uh, we're going to try to grow the audience over there. Because if we do, we can actually live stream over, over on Locals as well. It's so yet another good option, you know. Uh, but anyway, so if you do want to sign up for a membership and uh, don't know which one to pick, you might as well pick Locals. So that's, uh, that's a plug for that. But uh, anyway, it's only 10 bucks a month. It helps us tremendously as well. Uh, don't take us for granted. We are only here because of you. Uh, so thank you for being there for us so that we can be there for you and bring you shows like this and so much more. We're doing a Western Warrior here. Uh, that's the plan, unless uh, schedule change last moment, which I don't anticipate. Uh, we'll do that next. So check out RedEyesMembers.com. That's coming up. Uh, and, of course, uh, by the way, it, it, I said it's 10 bucks a month, but if you want it cheaper, you can get a longer sub as well, by the way. You get that price down quite a bit per month as well. And, of course, we got to say thanks to our executive producers today, which is T. Lothrop Stoddard, V. Miller, Resin Revolt, Good Luck Lap, Jake, Red Pill Rundown, French 47, Mark Smith, No One Jeeves, President Obunga, Mongoose. We also have William Fox, Angry White Soccer Mom, The Second Wanderer, Operation Werewolf, The Ride Never Ends, Francis Parker Yockey, Dillbob, Last Place Simp, Joseph Hart, Purple Haze, Colin Marriott, Commie Combo Deal, The Dearborn Toxic Event, and Brendan Anthony. 
Thank you, guys. Also, to our producers, we have Mr. Walker696, Johansson, Leroy Dumont, the Snark Pup, Eyes Open, Mr. Lemry, you're new, Obadiah Hexwell, Perfect Brute, Single Action Army, HP Lovecraft, Dixie Drone Force, Trevor, Der Schwabe, and Sonata for Violin. Uh, and if you're not in the rotation, if you have signed up for one of those recently and you're not in there, just send us an email, redeyesetprochamel.com. Uh, reach out to us so we can uh, fix that and get you in there ASAP in case you've somehow fallen through the cracks on that. But anyway, uh, if you want to upgrade your membership or if you want to get one of those, you can do that at Odyssey or Subscribestar or redeyesmembers.com. Get a shout out at the end of the show. We're actually working on a... Uh, uh, implementation of another payment processor on the website as well. Uh, but on redhousemembers.com, you can just use the donor box widget. It's fairly easy. Uh, it, you can use your debit or credit card right there too when you sign up. Uh, just uh, note that we need to manually activate your account. Uh, so it'll be a little bit of time between you actually sign up and you get in on redhousemembers.com. Just one of those, uh, you know, dumb dumb side effects of being, you know, shut down from payment processors. You got to find a different paths and, and ways out of it. That's just what it is. Uh, okay, I think that's it. It's a great show. Great having Devin on. So thank you again to Devin for joining us. Really appreciate him sitting in with us uh, today as well and Lana joining us for a little bit as well. But as I said, we'll be back here with uh, uh, Western Warrior next. So as usual, guys, let me check the chat one more time. Uh, thank you, chat. Again, thank you to everyone who super chatted today. We really appreciate your support, everybody. Uh, and thank you to all our members out there as well. Uh, so as usual, as we always say, uh, keep fighting and stay strong. It's going to get better. More of us are going to fight back. More of us are going to rally to our cause. Never be downtrodden about the situation we're in. Uh, it is going to get better. Trust me. Thank you, guys. We'll see you on the next one. Stay strong, everybody. Thank you for watching. Go to RedIceMembers.com and sign up for our exclusive members content. Don't miss our latest shows, interviews, and other videos only for subscribers. You can also become a member by signing up at Subscribestar.com forward slash RedIce. Get full access and help support our work. See you on the other side.